0: Hello gamers and welcome to episode 10 of Listen Gamer. Uh, I am taking over in space of Kev because Kev has decided that he's going to live in the basement for today. And with me today I have Ryan and Aaron. How are you both?
1: I'm good bud, thanks you. yourself.
2: Just plodding on. <laughs> Just plodding on. And and yeah,
1: indeed. I'm good. I'm good. Not Come long on. finished stream, so.
3: Imagine Kev not turning up. Shocking, shocking behaviour.
1: I will take the handcuffs off him later.
3: Do you know the worst part about it? Do you want, do you want to know the truth? Hmm. He's out touching grass.
2: Like, as gamers, we consent, don't do
3: that. Or... <laughs> That's what I mean, is blasphemy. He's, out, he's outside and touching grass. How dare he? <laughs> <laughs> the only grass you should touch should be on Minecraft. Nah, you can do it on DVD. I suppose. You gotta be wary of the grass in DVD though. There might be a trap. Nah,
2: nobody ever puts
0: <laughs> traps in the grass. What are you know? <laughs> Everyone puts them on pallets.
3: Oh, uh, listen, that's my favorite place to put traps. Random piece of grass in the middle of the road. I'll put it there, and I'll still get annoyed when no one steps in it.
0: I did earlier and got quite a lot of people. <laughs> it was fucking brilliant.
3: <laughs> Random traps are so fun.
0: Oh, I did. I placed it, in, what? Not even five seconds after I um, Kelly um. stepped in it.
3: I think my favourite trap I've ever placed for Trapper was um, I was doing it on stream, so this is going back a while ago, and um, I just placed a trap like next to a loop in the middle of the cone and just went, that'll catch someone later. And I shit you know, mm-hmm. it must have been about 15 minutes later. It was the very end of the game. It was the last trap that was even still activated, <laughs> and they run into it trying to get the save on the last person.
2: It was very satisfying.
0: I remember having one on dead dog i don't know if you were there for it um i know it's like sort of into the start of when i started i think it's back on playstation but on dead dog where you've got the gen in the middle of the street and then there's if you're looking at the gen from the main building you've got the left hand side with all the jungle gyms and the water tower and everything mm. i had a trap from that gen in the grass just before one of the jungle gyms but there was no like the only way you were hitting that is if you were on a certain side of that gen and mm. were running straight at the pallet it got someone, the dude DC'd and came into the chat, like, raging and flaming, saying how much of a noob killer I am, That such a shit trap got them. And I'm like, if you go back and listen, you'll hear me say the words, that is only catching one specific person, and so it's whoever's running from this gen to that palette, and it worked. <laughs> and he was so fucking mad. Oh,
3: that's brilliant. Uh,
0: Unfortunately, clipboards don't save chat, which is the worst thing, so I would love to have kept that.
3: Oh, uh, I know, it's devastating. That's one thing they need to do is allow the option for you to be able to save the chat a lot oh
0: yeah, life. Or at least have it if um the clips been made, you can have it where chat just appears like like yeah. it does for some people's where' it's just like overlay or whatever yeah, that'll be nice mm-hmm.
3: so I know um we've had some updates on the new Pokemon games coming out um I haven't had a chance to catch up with them, but obviously mr indominus Ash is Ash catcher incarnate so.
0: I don't know what the fuck you're on about. Well, we got a new um, Pokemon announced, which is... I want to butcher the name, so I'll make sure I don't get it wrong. Cyclizar? Or Cyclizar, however you pronounce it.
3: You've butchered it already, well then.
0: Probably. (laughs) Uh, But it's a Dragon Normal type, and they've kind of gone with the same logic as, like, um, Coradon, or Maradon, however you are, like, they're all bicycles. That seems to be kind of the design format for... The new Pokemon, and supposedly so, we already know its ability as well, which is quite early down.
2: Yeah, is that like
3: um, just a normal like basic Pokemon you can go and pack, catch, or is it like another legendary? Or
0: I don't think we actually know. Um, the dis the details of it say it's lived in households since ancient times.
2: So
3: it wouldn't be and it
0: can sprint over one hundred twenty kilometers an hour while carrying a human, Damn so boy. I don't think it's a legend by any means. Saying so it is mm. just something you can go and catch. With the typing being Dragon Normal, it's a bit shit for a legend. Yeah. Because then that's not like fantastic typing,
3: but yeah. But even like there's quite a few legends that are pretty shit, really.
2: Hmm.
0: And... Yeah, but the abilities kind of make up for it, and mm. its ability is not great.
3: I suppose it's it's the difference between like legendaries and mythicals and stuff. Then isn't it? Like, well, Myth- is mythicals tend like... to have
0: like base stats. Like, they yeah. always have like, so for like Mew, Celebi, uh, possibly even Jirachi and Manaphy and all them, they always had like base one hundred stats. Mm. Um, that tend to be kind of the logic that most mythicals went along whereas legends, obviously, have like specific sets or something stupidly high, like with Kyurem White or whatever the special attacks stupidly sky high. Um, so that kind of makes them stronger. Yeah. Where some of the lesser legends are a bit... They still have niches, but not as strong. Mm. But yeah, I think it's just something we can go and catch standard. Um, obviously, I know no more than what you do.
3: That's pretty cool. So I, I'm, I'm wondering, because obviously the, the legendaries, they, from what they've shown us, you more or less start with them. So... I'm well,
2: curious. with
0: with the release of this one, maybe as we start with him and then we get one of the legends later down the line. Possibly. Because yeah, the design's very, very similar. Mm. I don't know if um, you've seen the design, it or not.
1: Uh, I have not, no. Uh,
0: I can post a clip, post a clip. Post an image in chat. Because you've seen oh. the, the other legends, haven't you? Yes, uh, I do believe. So if I go and get it, just so you can see what I'm on about. So this is Sichlazar. When it sends. Ah, yeah, it yeah, yeah, very, very similar.
3: Yeah, he's pretty cool.
0: Like even the stance is almost identical to what um Caridon's is on yeah. his image.
3: Do you
2: think She's he's in?
0: gonna be a bike as well? Or It says he is. Oh, okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Um So I'm not sure. They could go it could even be that it's similar to how um Cosmog worked in Sun and Moon. Where you evolve it into one or the other,
3: yeah. I was just thinking that could it go to one or the other depending on like what you choose to evolve it to, or if like That's... depending on what game you own,
0: yeah, it's very possible. Um, obviously, we'll know more when the deck comes closer.
3: I just found it really interesting that like the way they implied it was that you would start with the two box legendaries, or one of the <clears throat> two box legendaries, and it was just like, surely there's oh, there's got to be some sort of Legendary or some other Pokemon that they haven't revealed yet that'll be, like, at the end.
0: Oh, there will be. A thousand percent. It, I mean, um, Sun and Moon had... Necrozma?
1: Pretty sure. Mm. Or was that the game yeah, before? Yeah, that, that was Necrozma, yeah, Sun yeah. and
0: Moon. I'm trying to think if Sword and Shield had anyone. Yes, Eternatus.
1: Eternatus, yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's we'll probably end up seeing somebody else in the mix because yeah. otherwise they've just kind of blown the load by releasing both the box legends and then nothing yeah. more
1: be curious. Well, I, don't, I don't think that green dragon one is uh, legendary is it? pseudo I think it is
0: it could be a pseudo um, I don't know if they've actually announced anything on exactly what it is yeah. um, It just it's designs very very similar to the other two
2: but no think, like there's what? nothing
0: saying it's legend or pseudo
3: because, like, most, like, when you get, like, triple legendaries, it's sort of, sort of, like, they sort of tend to, like, counteract each other sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, what what sort of counteracts the bike? Is, like, the, the middle legendary going to be, like, a quad or something?
0: That might be thinking a little bit too deep into it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably. It'd be quite <sighs> interesting, though. <laughs> it could be a unicycle the fucking fucking car or something (laughs) Um,
0: they did release more information as well on the terrestrialization as well yeah Um, so the example they gave obviously this is spoilers for anyone who hasn't already seen it Um, there was a Tyranitar against a Galatid so obviously Tyranitar being four times weak to fighting Mm. it terrestrialized into a ghost type Avoided the close combat or whatever move that the um, Galade used. Hit it back with uh, its terrestrialized attacks. Obviously, that's powered by the typing it is. and makes it stronger. Mm. And with it being ghost type, Galade's weak to ghost. And it just turned around and one-shot the Galade. So it totally reversed its weakness and turned it into a strength. Which is really, really cool.
1: Well, isn't there a different version of Tyranitar in this game? And Salamence, I do believe.
2: Ancient
1: um, Tyranitar and ancient Salamence. I haven't seen anything on that, but it's quite possible.
2: That's ancient what I.
1: See. Yeah, each game has got one of the pseudo legendaries. Um, that's pretty cool. Then. One one Salamence. I think it's Scarlet that's got Salamence and Violet that's got Tyranitar, but they're ancient versions of themselves. So, whatever nice. that Simple. means, or however that changes them, I have no idea. Uh, I imagine it'd be a bit I'm... like
3: um, Primal Groudon, isn't it?
1: That'd be strong to release
0: it for something like that. I don't think it'll be anything like that.
3: No, but like uh... a similar design sort of thing, with like the, the tribal outlines, a bit more wild looking.
2: I haven't seen anything on that. Mm. Very curious. Uh, hang on a minute. It's a Paldean region, isn't it? It's is very curious. Hmm. Be cool if they are doing something like that. I yeah. do I mean, they they probably said that. I did see it on the stuff that's been that's come out for it at the moment. There is actually a Pokemon card of Ancient Salomon.
0: I was trying to find something on Cerebi, because that's where I got all my information from, but I can't see anything, which is very weird for Cerebi.
3: Research collector. I'll definitely... probably
0: research it as we keep going, to be fair. Because <laughs> that's... I want to see that.
3: Yeah. It'd be quite interesting, because they, te- they... Well, I suppose they, they only really, like, release new forms, but, like, they do, like, Terastalizing, Mega, Gigantamax. I don't know if they do two in the one game, maybe. Interesting.
0: Well, I thought it might be, like, a form, but it doesn't seem to be a new Paldean form, because it's only Wooper that's on that list at the moment.
3: Would it be, like, a a held item?
1: Okay, so it's Ancient tyranitar and Future. Salamence, not ancient Salamence. Yeah, that might
0: be why I couldn't find Salamence, then. So I have just found the Paldea
1: Pokedex. Yeah, they're Paradox Pokemon. That's interesting.
3: I've got to be fair to Pokemon.
1: For The amount of years that they've been doing
2: it, they do come up with some really interesting concepts. Like, some fall flat on their face, like having, like, Fucking
0: like left key. They are also well. I I guess they kind of needed to release um, Sableye with the game that has gems as part of the evolutions. Oh, definitely. So I definitely saw that coming. So ancient Tyrannodon. There's still nothing on it. Give me a second. Hmm. But yeah, it does look like the. Um, I mean, no. not last time we spoke.
1: I've got it all here. So ancient species are going to be Jigglypuff, Amoongus, Mistreavus, Volcarona, and I think Tyranitar. It might be Tyranitar or Salamence that's uh, ancient. But...
2: And then future species is Delibird, Gallade, um, a Gen 5 bug Pokemon.
1: Okay. Wooper's getting a regional. Taurus is getting a regional.
2: Have you got uh, a link for
1: that? Apparently, new evolutions are Primeape, whooper, Murkrow, Dunsparce, Giraffe rig, and poniard.
2: I'm very interested in that.
1: Poniard. Poniard already has an evolution. I have no idea. An
2: Unless they're well? going
0: another way with it, yeah, because they did um, cleaver, didn't they,
2: instead of sizzle. Hmm. Cheers. Dun, 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 dun. Leaks. We do love leaks. Why hasn't Taurus been announced as a new regional form already? Not entirely sure. I mean,
1: I suppose they'll keep some stuff back for, like, closer to the um, release, and then then they'll just do another whatever. I don't know.
3: Have they ever done anything with Taurus before?
0: No. Uh, Aside from making him rideable in uh, Sun and Moon.
3: Yeah, but he's always just been, like... a. Carl Non-evolution, awesome. normal
2: type. Yeah. It's quite
3: disappointing, considering, like, mm. he's quite an iconic Pokemon from Gen 1, really.
2: He is,
0: yeah. Um, but then they brought out Pokemon similar to him, like Bufalon
2: as well. Yeah. Bo- it bo- It's just Taurus on steroids, really, wasn't it? <laughs> No, I'm very excited for the the Pokemon
3: game. Oh yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I I still haven't finished um, Brilliant Diamond yet, but we won't go into
0: that. Uh, I was meant to start it, but uh, that went down the drain, unfortunately.
3: Hmm. I kind of wish I'd waited and got uh, Legends of Arceus instead, but...
2: uh, Arceus Legends was good.
3: Yeah. Oh, it looks interesting. The one thing I... The one thing I've always been surprised with, Pokemon have never introduced, like, a hard mode that you could just turn on.
0: Yeah. Well, and... to be fair, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon were harder mm-hmm. versions of Sun and Moon.
1: Yeah. But well, were they, though, the really? They've
0: ever really? <laughs> they were supposed yeah. to be.
1: <laughs> Let's be honest, were they?
0: I mean, they were harder than the standard games. Like, they definitely tried to ramp up the difficulty a bit.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: know.
3: It's just it's just interesting to me that like a lot of the Pokemon content that you would watch on YouTube is like people making the game harder for themselves to mm-hmm. play and you'd think that'd be something they would incorporate into a selling point.
0: The thing is though Pokemon is and always will be a children's game. Yeah. So That's they're always the going that... to go for that market over <laughs> the older generation that've grown up with it. Yeah. To make harder games.
3: That's the thing, you could cater to two of them by having that harder mode, so you can just feel, there's the base game which is aimed at kids if you want to play the harder version you turn on hard mode and like, gym leaders have competitive teams for their typings and
2: yeah, or even like a Nuzlocke mode where you're forced to play the Nuzlocke rules Could be interesting for sure Yeah, That's just me 'Cause I know I'd love to do I'd
3: love I'd love to play like in a Nuzlocke style. But then if mm. I lose a Pokemon that I really don't want to lose, I'm like, oh, I'm done with this now, I'll just carry on playing. Yeah. Something.
2: I
0: could definitely see you quitting if you'd <laughs> lost it to a crit or something.
3: This one um is one of my favourite clips ever. And um the guy's got a dialga. He just about lives a dragon rage and uh kills the other pokemon and while he's like celebrating it a fucking ratata comes in and quick attacks his dialga and fucking kills it he's <laughs> just utter devastation
0: oh we had um I feel bad cuz I never let them live it down chase has been like at my throat over it before but we uh there was one of my friends that used to uh, stream it was one... it was chase's sibling And they were doing a Nuzlocke. I want to see if I can find exactly what it was uh, real quick.
2: Uh, uh, Do we know what the Pokemon was or not? Basically, they had a really good mon. Yeah. And me being competitive, I was
0: in the stream and they were like constantly asking me to do like is this mon going to die if I do this, or if it has this move, because the, the abilities are all mixed up. And I remember it being a fighting type or something against a ghost type, or a, well, I think it was a chandelier is what they were against, but I can't remember what mon they had, but I know it was a fighting type. And I said, it can't kill you unless it has Scrappy and smacks you with whatever. Obviously mm-hmm. being with it randomized, the chance of it actually having Scrappy
3: <laughs> were like
0: 1 in 164 or something. Mm. And the move that it had was cross-chop, which I think isn't 100% accurate in its own. And on top of that, they got a crit. So it ended up being a scrappy cross-chop crit that killed their Mon in a Nuzlocke. And I I turned around and went, technically, I predicted that, because I said, if it has scrappy, it's killing you. (laughs) (laughs) And I've never let them live it down to this day.
3: Oh, that's brilliant.
0: I'm annoyed I can't remember what Mon it was, though. I know it was a chandelier they were against, or something, yeah. or they had a chandelier and they were against the fighting type. I can't remember, but yeah, it was so fucking good. But yeah, I'd love to get into like randomizers and those locks and things. They look like a lot of fun.
2: Yeah,
3: the ones I used to watch, um, they used to do um, cage locks, which was um, you would verse each other going through the games. But yeah. For every gym battle, uh, you would have to then face each other in a one v one, and whoever's mon won. Got like a perk, and the other mon would die and be lost to the lock rules. Mm-hmm. And then That's I'll see really you. Cool. you get a point for winning for each gym then. So, like, you could, if you won the first six gyms in a row, you basically win because there's no chance of them catching you up and stuff like that. It was just, it's, they were really cool. It's like sometimes watching, like, do you risk your really good mon to like try and guarantee a win, knowing that they've got a mon that counters your. Really good mon, so then you throw a shit mon in just in case, or yeah. I think, like, one of them, um, he had a really good mon, but he could if he lost the mon, he was in danger of um losing the Nuzlocke as a whole because the rest of his team was, wasn't up to scratch, so he yeah. had to use something else instead and try and pull someone out of his ass to win. They were always interested. You do it then, um, you go through the elite four. And then you fight each other with whatever teams you get left over for like three points. So you're trying to get through the Elite Four then without losing a single Pokemon as well.
2: Yeah, I find that'd be quite annoying as well, especially if they're
0: randomized and you have no idea what they've got. Yeah,
3: not a clue. And there's like, there's like, no, there's normal randomizers where it's just like they type ins and move set. Then you can add abilities into that and fucking yeah. all sorts.
2: Idea for the future links. What? <laughs> I said idea for the future.
1: What of the Nuzlocke and stuff? The cage lock, eh? Uh, I, I've never, I've never really liked playing Pokemon that way. Like I just see kind of Pokemon as I just like to go do the story. I, I like. I think the best. Kind of iteration they've done of Pokemon that's been my favourite so far is Sun and Moon, just because it for me and how I play with it and how I you know um, play Pokemon in general. That's that had so much um, I guess replayability for me. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, otherwise, like I, I'm very basic when it comes to playing Pokemon games. I don't know.
3: I still would like to go back every now and again to Gen One and try and move the uh, the truck Boulder with the truck with strength.
2: Oh, I did that.
3: I I tried it a lot when I was younger, from different angles and using different Pokemon and pretty much everything you can think of. And I just I feel like one of these days, like I'm going to turn a certain age and that's going to unlock the power to move the the truck the truck with strength. <laughs>
1: It's all right, you only get a Mew for it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Alternatively, you buy a game shower and just get the Mew anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Have you
3: seen like the, the steps to the glitch to get Mew without like a game shower?
0: Isn't it on Goldmugged Bridge or something you have to do like be really specific?
3: It's it's ridiculous. So there's a certain trainer on your way to Bills that you can't fight. You have to fight him at a specific time. You've got to have the right mon at the right level. Um, use the, the glitch where you, like, fly away from an area as you initiate a battle with a trainer. Um, you've got to fight a certain person, then fly to another place. It's it's, it's fucking nuts. There's, like, 20 steps, and then you walk onto Nugget Bridge again, and Mew appears. I remember that being a thing. It was brilliant, but at the same time, it was like, wouldn't it be really funny if they put it in and uh, the Mew had teleports so you literally could just get there yeah. and it would you would either catch it in the first ball or it would teleport away and you
0: just The, the Mew had either teleport or metronome and would always get self-destruct after, like, five <laughs> metronomes or something. Yeah,
3: just a proper troll. It's the one thing I think they always missed out on with, um, like, Red and Blue remakes is being able to use strength on that... Uh, like, if they'd have put that in in a future game and, like, stairs appeared and you just went down, the whole world would have gone nuts. I don't know. Pokemon's been pretty trolly in the past. For me, though, like, the, the, for the people that, like, like Pokemon who do sort of, like, a little bit of trolling from time to time, it was like, you might like, just moving it and you, like go down and there's a Pokeball at the bottom of the stairs in like this solitary room and it's just like Muse
2: DNA, just like the most worthless item you can have. Can't do anything with it whatsoever. That's just me growing up on Pokemon and fucking all the old glitches and rumours. Yeah. I do prefer
1: the old... I think I enjoyed Pokemon more when I was a kid just because like I'm not going to, like, you know, toot my own horn. I'm a, I'm an adult now, and, like, stuff like Pokemon and, like, the way you play it and stuff like that, it just feels too easy. But then at the same time, I still feel like they pander to the kids a lot yeah. more, which just in turn makes it a lot more easier in general.
0: It's... Well, you only have to look at the um, the anime now. Have you seen what Ash looks like now?
1: Yeah. It's all it looks fucking easy. ridiculous. It's like he's de-aged. Yeah, like he's just got younger.
3: He's now an eight-year-old.
1: He's got
0: younger and has gone in like some sort of weird anime. Uh, what's the word? Multiverse or something? It just it just doesn't look right.
3: It's one of my. It favorite, was bad enough in like, Sun and Moon. It's one of my like favorite Pokemon memes now, and like uh, Ash Ketchum, the ten-year-old with twenty years worth of experience—exactly what every job interviewer is looking for.
2: Yeah.
0: But I, I do get what you mean. Like, back in when the games first got released, they felt, I don't know if it was, like, more, you were more into it. Like, it would sort of pull you in a little bit more, like the old games, like Red and Blue or uh, Ruby and Sapphire, whatever they were. Whereas just, nowadays, I don't feel like they pull you in as much as they used to.
3: It's just like you sort of get, like, spoon-fed. Hmm. Like, even down to, like, when Diamond and Pearl come out and it's the ice gym with the ice Puzzle. And it's like, you can get it wrong and you've just got to fight other trainers, but eventually you can just brute force your way through eventually and just go to the the gym leader. But like red and blue, if that was a red and blue puzzle, you wouldn't, you would be stuck on that game until you figured out the pattern.
0: I remember everyone getting stuck on, uh what's it, It Lieutenant Surge with the bins, you had to go through the bins, not for the switches.
1: Yeah. Oh no, that was easy. Once you knew the secret
0: the... it was easy. when you knew the secret, yeah, but like as someone that didn't know, like as a kid and you had yeah. no idea what was going on, you were just searching every single bin. Yeah. And you'd always go back to the same bin more than once because you thought you hadn't done it already. Yeah. Just to like annoy you. But yeah, yeah I, I miss the old stuff. I think as well back in the when the games first got released, there wasn't as much coverage on them back then either. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot more surprises for you when you played the game, whereas nowadays when a game gets released, you already know a good percentage of what's in the game before you yeah. buy it,
2: it's which I don't I, think
0: helps.
3: That's, that's what I mean about like, having like, different modes for Pokemon, because I understand their whole, like, obviously, pander to the kids, because people like us will play the games and buy the shit still, regardless, because it's nostalgia and mm-hmm. we love it. So the more they pander to the kids, the bigger audience, they're just going to keep growing it and growing it and growing it. But like, like the Pokemon games where I can't remember which ones it was, but um, they brought it in where you could go up to the gym and it would be like, this is the grass gym. Grass is weak to such and such and such and such. It's like, oh, come on. Let me let me go in and get my ass kicked and then figure it out and fucking yeah, go and ca- I- ca- ca- catch the Pokemon I need and shit like that. And it was like.
2: It's just spoon fed in the end. Like getting through fucking rock tunnel on Gen 1. It's, it's the one thing
0: I get... Like, what I'm going back to with Ultra Sun, when I said it was a little bit harder. When... Because it was never covered, I don't think, on anything. When Ultra Necrozma came out, nobody expected it, because n- they never once hinted at it. The fact that it had all the stat boosts, it was plus one in everything, the typing on it was fantastic. The amount of teams that it just wiped, because nobody knew what to do, and nobody knew it was coming. Mm. It felt like being a kid again and not knowing anything about the game. That's what it kind of felt like for me. Obviously, yeah. once you figured out what typings it had and the stat boost that it had, it was piss easy. Yeah. But that moment where it just appeared and you weren't expecting it, that like, that's the sort of stuff that I used to live for, for Pokemon.
3: Yeah, it was the whole point of the game, was just to figure it out. Otherwise, you're just, you're just going through it brute and brute forcing your way through part of it.
2: Yeah. So... Yeah. I just wish, uh,
1: like one gen or like the next iteration of games, I just wish they'd do one that kind of panders to the older yeah. demographic. Yeah, because be obviously nice. we 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 grew up with Pokemon. Pokemon was kind of our thing, and it's like I don't blame it for sticking to you know kids and pandering to kids and that because you know Pokemon that's what it is. But I do wish they would at least once just do a game that is aimed at the adults or the nineteen nineties kids, just once,
0: yeah, it would be nice like just to have some sort of recognition that they're, like we haven't forgotten
2: that you've sort of grown up with this kind of thing, yeah, but no, that would be really nice if they did that at some point I
1: mean it's wishful thinking, but. You know? oh, it's very wishful thinking. It's never happening. <laughs> nah, it <means laughs> but I'd
0: to see it. It'll, it'll be like the day before we die, it'll come out and be like, yes, it's finally here, and then that'll be your final words.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I will engrave it on my tombstone. <laughs>
2: it is it'll awesome. be interesting
0: to see where the future goes with it, though.
3: Yeah. I think there'll, there'll come a point where they have to sort of cater to the older generation as well. And sort of as it goes on, there is like a select amount of people of the older generation that are like, we need these games to be the way they used to be and more and harder and bring back the way they used to feel. And the more they cater to the kids, the more adults are just going to be getting to that point where they want the same thing. So that voice will just grow louder and louder.
0: Oh, without a doubt. Like most of the people that play the game, I feel, are the ones that grew up with it. Mm Like, most of the people that stream it are, what, in their 20s, 30s? Yep. Or, like, um, YouTube videos or whatever
2: it is. It's people that have grown up with it, not people that are brand new to it. Yeah. This is uh, about time's changed, isn't (laughs) it? Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) I... I I
3: actually received uh, for my birthday um some Pokemon cards from my little sister and it was the best gift I've had because it's got a shiny Growlithe and I know they're from McDonald's Happy Meals but it doesn't matter because I've got a shiny Growlithe
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's literally so
3: sad my dad bought me like cans of cans of copper big and chocolates and stuff and I just sat there looking at my Pokemon cards. I'm 29 years
2: old. <laughs> but that's the life we live. The other thing that's been going on, so um, obviously growing up in back in the day with where
3: Pokemon was, and then you had like your Call of Duty lobbies, and now you have your whole toxic gameplays and the whole Easy's and stuff. So I know um Overwatch brought out a thing. To help deal with toxic comments like GGEZ, where if you type it in now, it'll bring up um, different words to what the instead of the GGEZ, which I think is an absolute brilliant idea. Have you seen? Have you guys seen much about that at all?
2: I've seen it.
1: I I I was only made aware of it um, the other day. Mm. Um. But I'm not an Overwatch player, so I, I didn't know anything about it. But it's, it's I, I I wish they'd bring it out for, like, Dead by Daylight and stuff like that.
3: I I think it'd be brilliant. Like, it's such a fun and interesting way to, like, deal with toxic behavior. And you know, like, people will try and get around it in different ways and whatnot. But, like, I think for some of my funniest was um, it replies instead of GG Easy to change your words to, I feel very
2: small. Very very small. Please hold me. <laughs> I, just think I do think game... it's a fucking brilliant idea.
3: Th- every game needs something like that.
2: Um, I d- I do have a
0: proposition to make, though. Yeah. How how do you how would you feel if we took those handcuffs off?
2: What hanker Well, a certain someone's just got home. Hey. <laughs> we could always slide them in. As long stop touching ground. I see some stuff on Twitter, man.
1: I see some stuff. <laughs> I see some stuff. What stuff have you seen on Twitter? <laughs> well, I was just scrolling down,
2: and, oh, my God. Yeah? Images? Someone... Oh, is this to do with... Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to um,
0: speak his name.
1: No, 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 no. So, one of the there's a girl streamer, a female streamer, and um, well, the caption to this post is basically: if you're going to try and bang while streaming, make sure there isn't a reflection. Well, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it right. <laughs> you heard it right. If you're if going you're gonna... to try and bang while streaming, make sure there isn't a reflection.
3: <laughs> or, just, or just don't bang on stream.
1: Well, yeah, you'd think that's uh that's uh, an obvious thing to do, but yeah, no, no, no
3: just just make sure there's no reflections. <laughs>
1: i'm gonna put it in the uh
2: (laughs) i just (laughs) Uh... what (laughs) yeah just yeah just
1: yeah i don't know
2: the streamer in question is now banned. No fucking shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Just, yeah. I, I don't understand. You can see him. Yeah.
3: What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he oh. Never, oh. never
2: mind the reflection. You can fucking see him <laughs> stood behind her. Yeah. I'm like,
3: the thing is, he's, I guarantee you right, he's the type of person that would go back and brag to his friends about doing that. And at the same time, I'd be like, listen, you're clearly doing something wrong if she can still live stream whilst you're getting your end away.
1: Speaking of, uh, well, not more of banking, but speaking more of streaming and uh, Twitch, uh, I don't know if you guys um, follow... Um an insider called Zach Boosie. No. Um, but I keep uh I follow him and keep on top of all the um like changes and stuff that's come into Twitch. Yeah. They're definitely um they've got some interesting changes coming. Alright. Um quite useful to a lot of us as well. There's like there's a new shout out feature coming. Okay. so we we won't have to uh, use um you know like the exclamation mark shout out or anything like that They've oh, actually I thought it was going to be thing now yeah that's pretty cool it puts the uh, actual account in the um, in the chat as well so you can follow it from your chat
3: oh so they don't even have to like leave your chat to go over and yeah like, follow and come back yeah out.
2: That's really it also
1: it also puts in the um the schedule if you have a schedule on Twitch, which in the schedule section it puts their mm-hmm. next scheduled stream with a little remind me button on as well.
3: That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah
1: it is. You see, i I think Twitch
3: are heading in the right direction, and in all honesty, the like the fact that people are leaving to go to YouTube just is a good thing. Because it's just going to push Twitch to have to do more.
1: Well, Twitch, it's like all the big, like, the insider people that know what Twitch is doing and everything. It's what they've all said. They have mentioned that Twitch is swapping to a service, I think service-based? Um service-based like um site not necessarily a platform
2: yeah
1: um like they they obviously put in the whole um charity stuff as well like there's a charity feature so you don't have to go outside of twitch for like stuff on um like charities like they've got their own donation thing and fundraiser like section yeah
0: i did see that today it's actually really because before you had to like set it all up didn't you and go through like various websites to get the yes. links and whatnot whereas now it's all just through twitch
1: yes it's and eat like um they've part of that feature is they've got automatically if you click it you can see all the charities that are included mm. so you can just click it and go easy you can also choose the amount you want to from $1 $5 $15 $25 $50 custom amount and it'll automatically just go to the charity and Twitch doesn't take a cut which is nice as well oh my I god i wouldn't i wouldn't imagine they would anyway but no uh and then another good thing Twitch will be making you know like the streams the stream summaries and stuff like that
3: yeah
1: um it's going to be available on mobile now as well so we can see everything and like uh another thing twitch will be doing a cosmetic update to channel analytics moving three pages to six so you know where you see in your creator dashboard where there's insights community content settings viewer rewards all that jazz yeah hmm. uh it's moving to insights which is uh Semi, like you'll still have stream summary and achievements, but you get this time it's overview, and then it's split into different parts where you can see your revenue and analytics straight away. Like just click it, or like yeah. your viewership, and there's a new discovery and engagement um section as well, so you can improve your kind of see where you might be thriving and then improve on it and stuff like that. So they're, see they're where very much. Are coming from. Yeah, they're very much moving to um, a, a service kind of thing instead of a platform per se. Mm. But it, so looks, it all looks pretty positive.
3: So, giving tools like that, you know, like, gives them more of a right towards the take that they take from subs. Like, I know it's still a bit. I I don't agree with it being fifty fifty, but the more service aspect they bring to it and the easier they make it for you to operate it as a business, then it's more justified, I would say.
1: Yeah, it's it's like Zach said, Twitch is a service, it is not a platform. We will continue to see service moves as it moves away from any platform functions. Yeah. No, I, I can't... I, I, I can see it as a very positive thing, Yeah. but... It's like um, Zach has said as well, like the positive moves probably won't last long. There will be some moves that don't necessarily, or aren't necessarily positive for streamers or content creators and
2: stuff like that.
3: It'd be interesting because from what I understand, um, I don't know whether that is true or not, but Twitch don't make a lot.
1: No. They they do not make a profit,
2: yeah. So Twitch it consistently so...
1: makes a loss. So I can see the I can see them making moves where they try and turn it into a plus, yeah, or a profit. I can see where they're going with it, but how long will these good ne- necessarily good changes for streamers like the this all help streamers very much? So, but.
3: The thing is, like, it's, what they need to realize as a platform or as whatever they want to be calling themselves is the more tools that they give streamers to be successful, the more money streamers will make for them to be able to turn a profit.
2: Yeah.
1: In a sense, yes. I, I can, I do think, because obviously a lot of these moves were leaked like months ago um there is a couple of bad ones to come where partners will no longer make 70/30 on their subs yeah and everything will be going down to 50/50 so i can see that contributing
2: mm.
1: to a profit for twitch i mean it's it's like I, I i don't disagree with them they do need to make a profit they're a company at the end of the day and as long as they stay in business we stay in
2: business mm but they have to keep making moves that doesn't make youtube the more
3: attractive
1: option that's attractive you, option yeah. yeah
0: that's what I, was I thinking, see weird. where you're trying to go with it
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 see the the thing i feel like is that youtube is the way it is and it makes that money from ad revenue so much more than anything
1: else that's because it's YouTube, though. But Twitch, I mean, YouTube like, have been dominating, yeah, the whole content creation, um, side of it, kind of a lot more for a lot longer,
2: yeah. But that's the issue with this. Like, if
3: if advertisements were used in such a way to generate profit for both sides at a more beneficial rate, then that could be something that would be more enticing. For both sides,
1: because it, it's it's like it's not like I've considered like YouTube and stuff going forwards. I mean, it's only like I don't want to, and I probably won't, to be honest with you. But um, the more I, I do think YouTube will eventually be a thing for the majority of Twitch creators. You, Maybe. YouTube is
3: vastly catching up.
1: I wouldn't say vastly, but they are quickly. They, I,
3: they've I... they've brought in memberships, which is effectively subscriptions. Um, they yeah. They've recently brought in gifted memberships, which is effectively gifted subs. One mm-hmm. of the main things they track behind at the moment is the ability to have the emotes and and badges.
0: I think. The only reason that YouTube's done so well with it is because YouTube's obviously a much bigger and much more popular platform as it is anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I still think that Twitch has more of a
1: personal touch to it than what YouTube will ever have. Well, YouTube it... has always been that kind of place for streaming. That That's what the whole kind of site is based its whole existence on.
0: It is, but when you go into... Any, like, live YouTube video, the majority of messages get missed. That's either because, obviously, they're really, really big or just because the chat's going so fast or whatever. Whereas Twitch, it feels like you're engaging with whoever's streaming a lot more than what you could on YouTube. I don't know if that's just me, but that's sort of how I view it. Like, YouTube's obviously bigger, better, like, whatever. But But it's the whole thing
1: of Google versus Amazon, isn't it? It is, basically, yeah. I think the the way
3: it is at the moment is once you once you create a certain size platform on YouTube, it would be more beneficial for you to stream on YouTube than it
1: would on Twitch. I don't uh, I don't necessarily think that's the case though. I don't know, like Pete, there's a no, the whole I, I... vastly different cultures of each well each site. Let's say people go to YouTube to watch. Like, here's a good example, right? People are like people who watch YouTube videos or YouTube, like YouTube in general. It's the same with the ad system. Nobody likes ads on Twitch. Nobody. But it's a vastly different culture over on YouTube because ads have always been a part of it. Yeah. And you can skip them, which is nice. But on Twitch, you can't skip them. You have, it's behind a paywall, basically. Where you have to sub, or otherwise you will get an ad, an unskippable ad. Let me uh, yeah. add that in. <laughs> ad. Um. I
3: think the the conception around ads on Twitch also sucks because people know that in the past you can turn ads off, so everyone sort of thinks that if you if they go into your stream and you they get an ad, it's because you've turned ads on, and it's like no, Twitch is at a point now where it forces you if you're not subbed
1: yeah because this is the whole pre-rolls which pre-roll has always been a thing yeah it's like in in my side of things and how i do streaming i don't i have that one pre-roll and then don't have any more ads in mm. but i don't i don't think i'll ever change from that like if i ever do make partner I um i don't know if you're required in your partner um contract and whatnot to you that you have to play ads mm.
2: but i guess that's just a thing i'm going to have to
3: well that's that's the thing is they released um about the ads being changed where you could have the ads and if you played x amount of ads over x amount of times which you could schedule to be at a certain time that it would you would it... get like that set income
1: yeah which that's the, ads, that's the ad incentive thing which is only available for partners at the moment.
3: Yeah. But if that comes to affiliate, like in all honesty, personally myself, I would quite happily sit through the ads on that person, knowing that they were doing what they needed to do in order to run their business effectively.
1: Like, now, see, I see, I would sit through the ads, but I wouldn't approve of it just because it, it's just a kind of streamer to streamer thing. Yeah. Because while I am technically a viewer of Twitch as well, yeah. my main thing of Twitch is me being part of the system, part mm-hmm. of the community as a streamer. Yeah. And while I don't necessarily agree with ads and I don't think anyone should run them, mm-hmm. obviously, you know.
3: That's, a, that's, that's uh, the thing is like ads at the moment for those people, it's like you get a couple of pence out of that, like your interaction with that person is vastly more valuable than that couple of pence that you get from that advert. Exactly. Uh, if you would have a streamer like yourself, say, to go, listen, I, I have ads enabled. Is a one-minute ad uh, on the hour and a half hour just to cover the contract, to be able to get the ad incentive. That allows me to put £300 a month back into streaming every month, whether that be for giveaways, to give away some gifted subs on a particular day like
1: reinvesting it in your business. I think what the kind of... um, With partner, if you're already a partner, you don't necessarily have to grow anymore. Like it's always nice to continue growing from partner anyway, but you're always going to get those ones that come in and you're more likely to grow anyway. But as an affiliate, you've got to kind of take... A more, yeah, a better look at it because you ads stop your growth. That it's obvious. Yeah, it'd
3: just be it'd be interesting to see the mentality change between it. Like to see a streamer run ads and then using that money to reinvest in their stream to make their streams better, to me would be a lot more. It's kind of of a
1: weird one because like if your partner and you, you, you know, you have a good viewer to sub ratio, the majority of people are not going to see the ad anyway. It's just for people who aren't subbed. So really what, what's the point in running those ads?
3: Because not only are you then hitting your ad incentive to make that money, you're also encouraging people that do want to
2: stay around in your stream to sub. Mm. It's, it, i don't know it just, i get it what gives you mean me, yeah. it's,
3: it sucks but like from a business point of view of it it does make sense to be able to have those things on it yeah. would be it would be what you do with the money that you are earning that would be advantageous to your growth i would say
1: like if you i were think to at say, the moment. I think at the moment, I'm taking a very broad affiliate outlook on it. Because obviously, I'm an affiliate. I want to grow consistently. Mm -hmm. So, like, my mindset will always be against ads. Yeah. But I haven't had the chance yet to take a partner's mindset on it.
2: Yeah.
3: It would be, like, sort of, if you were to imagine... Like, your growth as it is at the moment is just your organic growth. is based on who you come across, who joins the stream, and who likes your vibe. But, mm. like, if you were to say, okay, I'm using the ad incentive, I get an extra £300 a month from that ad incentive from playing two minutes of ad throughout my streaming, my typical streaming uh, video uh schedule. So it would be two minutes of ads every hour. So you do a minute on the hour, a minute at, at the half hour which nine times out of ten with Dead by Daylight or something like that, that's pretty much just going to be in between games when a lot lot's happen,
1: happening anyway. So you, you'd think that's a lot for the ad incentive, but from like when it first came out and I've seen all the offers that different partners were getting, yeah. £300 is more of the lower end of the high tier. Yeah. So you, high tier, for example, like um, let's say maybe Ludwig, although ludwig i think would probably get a bit more at the lower end mm. but to get to that you you've got to have a bigger like quite a big audience like i think the biggest i've seen is 1800 pound at the high end because obviously you get that. you get three you get three options yeah you get the lower end the mid end and then the high end yeah but obviously that that varies from like a minute, an hour of ads, or yeah. like three minutes at the higher tier, for example, or seven minutes I've seen, actually. Like seven minutes an hour. That, yeah, that's ridiculous. I wouldn't, that's ridiculous. wouldn't even agree with that at all. Yeah. But like,
3: it's just sort of a case of if it, if the offers were staying at where I sort of seen them, where it was like that sort of two to three hundred pounds for the minute or two of ads. Over a four-hour stream, um, essentially, like, say you you get that three hundred pound, you can then turn around and be like, right, I've I've got three hundred pound, two hundred and fifty pound, and that is being invested in the stream, whether that be buying a cosplay, buying a new game to play on stream, um, investing in upgrading equipment, etc., and then f- that fifty pound, I'm gonna do a giveaway, so it goes back to the viewers. Hmm. And then all of a sudden, know, I, everyone's I... like. I want to be around for that stream.
1: I don't know. It's, it's just my mindset. I don't, I don't think that's worth it. I just don't. But then I've got a very growth kind of mindset to it. So that's why I don't think it's worth it.
3: Yeah. It'd, it'd be interesting to see the, the differences in growth, whether you would grow the same or faster or slower.
1: You would grow probably slower. It's, it's just the way Twitch is and the viewers are of Twitch. No one likes ads.
2: Mm. No one and i've i've seen it in multiple people's chats when they run ads they lose viewers definitely something interesting like I, I know it's 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 annoying
3: more so like when you go into a stream and it plays that pre-roll ad which that get if you to use the ad incentive and have them at certain times you lose that pre-rolled out pre-roll ad
1: it's like um Not long, like in the in the kind of same thing. Not long ago, when um um someone was gonna, someone did raid me. Mm. Um, and obviously then it's always nice to go back on the vods and you know see if they say thing like nice things and that. Yeah, and what their opinions of you like might be as a streamer. It's like a a while ago, someone raided me, and I went back and looked on the VOD, and they got the pre-roll ad for coming into my channel, and it was an instant turn off for them, Mm. and it it very much showed because like they were like, "Ooh, an ad," Mm. and it almost made them not raid me. But the the chat were really nice about it, and they still raided me.
3: That's for me. That's that's the the difficult part about it. Like if you were to see that see that stream now. And in your thing, you say like I'm part of the ad incentive. I roll ads one minute of ads on the hour and on the half hour for the stream. People know when those ads are going to come in and when they're going to be gone and what's going on. It's not just a random ad in the middle of a in the middle of a match or something. Yeah, or it's like as a group I of think... raiders come in and half of them are getting the pre-roll ads.
1: I think the crappy thing about it is even yeah running those ads does stop pre-rolls and stuff like that but the crappy thing is it only stops them for 30 minutes Mm. whereas i think if you were running ads like say for example you're running three minutes of ads which takes away half an hour running like a minute of ad and of an ad Mm. um and it takes away i think 21 minutes because i usually run them at the start of my stream so pre-rolls are like deactivated for however long
3: yeah
1: um i think if you were going to run ads like that i think they should give them like i think the ads shouldn't run no pre-roll ads should run for the entirety yeah if you
3: if you've got a consistent ad schedule you should never have pre-rolls
1: yeah that yeah that's what i'm going for yeah yeah but it's not like that. So you could run three minutes of ads, have the half an hour deactivation of pre-rolls, and then suddenly ads are coming up again for people who are joining. That's not necessarily positive. No, that's just,
3: just it's, it's ads all over the place. And
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's more or less forcing ads on us no matter yeah. what we do, even though we are trying to not necessarily help Twitch, but we are trying to help ourselves in a sense. Whether it be um, with money or just so new people don't get ads in general, Hmm. I think we should at least be a little more rewarded for it. Not necessarily money wise, but at least give us the like no pre rolls whatsoever as long as we're running scheduled ads.
3: It could be interesting. It'd be, I think they like things might change with that and they might be open to suggestions and feedback of it it seems to be that they are trying to put that into a bit more of a service, knowing that, like, the better you guys do as a business, the more money they will make. Mm. And, like, what I can gather from these ad incentives is that they've got companies saying, if you can guarantee that we're going to have X amount of ads on X amount of channels, we'll pay more for our advertising space, or they can charge more for that advertising space which in mm-hmm. turn allows them to make you more money and give you more money for those ads. Yeah. But it'll just be a case of... It, 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 well, it's the same with everything, really, isn't it? There's always teeth and problems when they release something new like that.
1: I mean, necessarily, I don't see necessarily how ads even help on Twitch. Like, no one's on Twitch to see... Um, I don't know, an, an ad for, for the uh, Huel thing. You know what I'm on about, the shake. And it's like sneak, but it's like milkshake and different it's, stuff. I don't know. It's,
3: it's all just money. It just comes down to money.
1: I, I just don't I see the point of them being ads when no one's there to watch them. Yeah. And no, like, I can't imagine the click rate for ads is that great. Where you see something on Twitch and you're like, oh, I'll go search that up. I can't imagine it being high. Or at least high enough to warrant it being there.
3: It must be doing something because companies spend millions on it all the time.
1: Yeah. That's the only issue. Like, I can imagine it being semi better on YouTube. I mean, YouTube has more users regardless. Yeah. But I just can't, I can't see it being that great for Twitch and Amazon Twitch is, as a whole.
3: I think Twitch is more comes down to not so much the the revenue that they make from it at the moment, they're investing in it as being a long-term thing that Twitch will continue to grow as the thing that it is.
1: I mean, if you think about it, right, if someone... It happens like this, and it, it, it happens a lot. If someone gets an ad, they're more likely to just switch off your channel and go watch someone else mm. where there is no ad. Yep. And I think... I. I it just furthers my point that I just don't see it being there. If, if people aren't going to wait through the ad to watch the streamer they've just clicked on, what's the point in the ads being there?
2: Yeah.
3: It is, uh, that, that's, like, my biggest gripe with it, when you want to just pop into a, someone's stream after a good game of DVD and be like, oh, good game, well done, that was, that was a good laugh. And you're like, well, I've got to sit here for a minute and wait for this fucking ad to disappear just to say GG and he's already halfway into the next fucking game by then.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, unless you're a killer, man. (laughs) (laughs) It is one of the things that I think they
0: really need to have a look at is giving people more control over how the ads run and what ads play. Like what you said with Huel, nobody realistically is... Like, there's no audience for that realistically, but if they were doing, say, game ads for ones that are just coming out on someone that is streaming games, that makes more sense than that or the woman that's like, oh, Granny, I just got my job. Like... We don't care. We'd rather see an <laughs> advert on... That going
1: around so yeah, much.
0: <laughs> we'd rather see an advert on, a, I don't know, COD Modern Warfare 2, the game that is coming out very, very yeah. soon, on a gaming platform. Yeah.
2: That yeah.
0: would make a lot more sense than Indeed or whatever the fuck that yeah. advert's for.
1: I mean,
3: <laughs> a, a lot like... of face. I want to see the dinosaurs fucking again.
1: I mean, arguably, like, and people would argue this with you, Ash, in saying that, Twitch is not... It used to be a gaming platform. It still very much is, but it it's less and less about gaming these days.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree with that, but it's still in the sense of, like, for us, we stream games. That is our
3: It's
1: It's using the I can see where oh, you're should, going with it. Yeah,
0: it should be gaming ads for the people that are streaming games. If it's people that are just chatting, she play the woman getting a job with her granny or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> like... <laughs> It needs to be more personalised, and the person who is running the stream needs to have a lot more control over when the ads play. I like, obviously, you Not know, I've got necessarily
1: ad- what ads play. I think yeah. we should be able to choose our ads and have more control that way. Because if we're a gaming channel, people will want to see ads for new games yeah. that we could potentially be streaming ourselves anyway.
2: Yeah,
0: I think that'd be a lot more positive. And would work a lot better for Twitch than just playing whatever ad on set time. Because that's something that I hate about the ads. Because obviously I run them myself because I ran the poll and people were fine with it. Is that they just play on the dot. If we had like, I don't know, a slider bar that said play it in a few minutes after this game's finished or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a lot better than it just playing on the dot because that's what it says.
1: You know you can do that. I can't figure out how to do that. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised. You and uh, technology, bad.
2: It's sort of uh, it is. But
1: yeah, the, you can the, do it. it yeah. If that is a thing we can do, it should be made more
0: user-friendly for us to be able to find that. Cause, as you just said, I fucking didn't know where the hell that more, was, if that is u- a thing. Can
3: we um, have things more user-friendly for Indominus Ash, please, Twitch? Yeah, basically.
1: So basically, Ash, you know your stream manager... Hang on. Yeah.
3: With links and apps.
1: Uh, yeah, do you see do you see the quick actions to the right? Yeah. Yeah, it's in there.
3: This is where Ash goes, why the fuck's it in there? No. But <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense? Or were you being stupid?
2: I think I know what he's on
0: about, but I had no idea. That's what, I thought that was just to run on top of. No, no, Not no, no, to control no. what
2: was going to happen.
1: So it's on the monetize your stream bit, where you can snooze ads for five minutes. And then it allows you to give, like, um, warning, per
2: se, I guess. I don't see no option to snooze for five minutes. It should be there. It should be at the bottom. No. But in your
1: Links. ads manager as well, you can... Um... I find, I'll, I'll find that later on.
3: Lynx is very privileged. Yeah. He's got different buttons.
1: Anyway. Yeah, I don't have that. Uh, you in your ads manager, where you can set up the whole ad stuff and that, you can set the delays and stuff as well. If you need to delay it, then you can just press a button basically. That's the thing, it's yeah. Like, you like,
3: especially obviously, like you, you guys streaming dead by day, like, like killer queues are a fucking nightmare at times, like,
0: yeah, playing the ads during those times would be better rather yeah. than halfway to a match.
1: But if you click, like you see where the quick actions are, you click the plus button, you go down to the bottom, and it's at the bottom in green. I can I'll snooze find out after the, uh, <laughs> after
0: the podcast because we could be here for hours trying to solve that.
3: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> it's like a blind leading a blind man.
0: Oh, it's all right because I asked Aaron if you'd help me with something
1: else after this, and that could take hours as well. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. I'll help you. He's I imagine it's anyway. something to do with OBS. Yes, I it is. Yeah. But, yeah I <laughs>
2: I
0: can't figure it out. But yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> the major thing that Twitch needs to look at with ads specifically is giving people more control over yeah. what exactly is playing, when it is playing, and how long it is playing.
2: That's If someone came
0: thought. in the other day, My the ads that I have never change. It's always the set amount. I need to figure out how frequent and trying to lower them a bit more.
2: Mm. But Some someone glory, came in the I other
0: day and you actually. lot took the piss out of me because she was like, she got nine ads or something. <laughs> I've not touched the ad thing. I don't know how she got nine. She must have had nine fifteen-second ads. I don't know what the fuck it was, but that pissed me off.
2: God even more Dominus so adds. that
0: Aaron and Miss um, and everyone were like tending the piss out of me because of it, because yeah. I was getting that that she had nine in the first place. and Then they were winding me up
1: even more of it, and I was like, "Nah, <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Should we get nine? God damn it, mm-hmm. Dominus ads." What a... Indominus ads? <laughs> oh my god.
0: But that, like, having nine ads coming in is taking the piss.
3: That's such a shit number to stop on as well. At least round it off at ten or something. Oh, no, so it, sh- shouldn't more, it, should it
0: shouldn't be more... It shouldn't be going mate. more than, like, two or three. There's no, no it... reason to have Nine.
1: If you're
3: going to get 9, at least give them, like, take one off and finish on 8, or give me 10. Like, no. don't, stop on nine. don't stop on an odd number, it grinds me. I get, <laughs> I get really annoyed in my car. My car radio maxes out at 31. Who designed that? <laughs> it's not but 30. No, I, it's I, not 32. I don't
0: even know if she was, I don't think she was over because I know enough that I don't think she would.
2: But for Twitch to do that is a bit of a piss take.
3: Yeah, definitely. But then hopefully that, like, that's from what I can gather, that's been a one-off for you, yeah.
0: I don't think I've ever had anyone say anything like that before, no. That's the first time that's ever happened.
3: It's just a glitch in the Matrix, then. We'll put it down to but
0: that. that.
2: that was a piss take. <laughs> uh, but yeah.
3: But, like, with with Twitch saying like if they are going more towards being a service platform then the likelihood is is that they will look at more things like that and give
2: in more control yeah that'll be nice to see yeah so it's 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 interesting of
3: like it's very much the more they provide to us i say us you guys are streamers the more Tools you have to make money, which
2: in turn allows them to make money, it just makes mm. sense, really. It just depends on, like, obviously, that
3: the the use of the tool and the maintenance of the tool and the effectiveness need to match the revenue that it's going to generate, or you just end up digging a bigger hole or having Indominus ads on. Them. <laughs>
0: I don't think I'm ever going to be able to um,
2: That's hundred percent.
3: be
0: all right 100%. with Twitch doing that. Like,
2: that one scenario really pissed me off for the majority of the stream.
3: I hope you made some decent ad revenue out of that stream. <laughs> I
0: have no idea. <laughs> it, it's just, like, obviously I knew who it was, so they yeah. knew me and they weren't too fussed about it. But, like, what I'm saying, if I was a new person coming in, how off-putting that is, getting nine ads the second you read that like That's a piss take.
1: Yeah. They would click off that stream so They quick. would, yeah. No one's waiting around for nine ads to figure out if they like the streamer
2: or not. Just no one. Unless you're like Ludwig or someone massive. Yeah. Massive. Massive. no it's 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 an interesting
3: and exciting time for the fact that because youtube although they're not there i don't believe with their streaming stuff like they're pulling big names into going into their platform just through big money deals like these streamers ain't stupid they know full well if they go to youtube people will follow and go and watch them anyway and youtube will throw stupid money at them to do it but I still think that at the moment, Twitch is the better platform. But the more YouTube grows and the more pressure they put on Twitch, the more they're going to have to do to compete, or they are just going to fade into non-existent.
2: Well,
1: to be fair, and I, I've seen quite a bit um from Ludwig, because when he made his big move over to YouTube, he kept us all in the loop of how it affected him and his streaming and everything like that. Mm. And it was it was very... Like he was, he was very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Transparent about it all. And he said it probably, in terms of the money YouTube paid him, it was yeah. worth it for that. But in terms of streaming and his re- like viewer retention and his numbers overall, he, he, he was very honest in saying that he, it wasn't worth it. So I can see Ludwig moving back to Twitch after his YouTube contract um, expires.
3: That's what I mean. Like I, I do believe that Twitch is the better platform, and given that, like streamers can go and take this payday from YouTube, and it it's going to force Twitch to not only treat them better, uh, to try to get them back and get them better deals to get them back, but it just forces them to improve their product. Like, it's like Dead by Daylight at the moment. Like, nothing nothing really competes with Dead by Daylight in a 4v1 asymmetrical horror game genre at the moment. So they can get away with being pretty shitty in terms of updates and the amount of bugs in the game and hackers and all the rest of it. If they were put under any sort of pressure by another game, they would have to vastly improve their game or people would stop playing. Like people are stopping playing anyway, but like people would jump immediately to that as a game. It happens every time one gets announced. VHS, Home Sweet Home, like the che- Texas Chainsaw Massacre game that'll come out. That's going to put it under pressure.
1: In a sense, yes. I, I don't it, think the Texas Chainsaw another... game
2: will.
3: It's it's but slightly it depends, different really. because it'd it be in like that three v two aspect
1: rather than the four v one. I mean, the only one that's ever come close to really putting pressure on Dead by Daylight was Friday the 13th. Yeah. And I think with the developers of Friday the 13th behind the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, Mm -hmm. I think it will do well. I think it'll give everyone what they miss about um, Friday the 13th. But then, obviously, the the developers split off because I don't know if you guys have seen, but there's another one coming out from the yeah. same developers, the Killer Clowns, Killer from Clowns... Space? yeah, Killer Clowns from Space. What a yeah, what a, so battle, a by the way. A picture of that. For that's say asymmetrical game. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of jumping
0: on that bandwagon to be asymmetrical, but I don't think any of them's going to come close to DVD because they
1: they've just got too many licenses.
3: That's yeah. that's the biggest problem.
1: That's what's keeping them up. And they'll continue to get the big licenses, which yeah. will continue to put them out in front, regardless. And But to be fair, it's everyone's favorite thing to hate the game they love. Mm. It's like you see so many people talk shit about Dead by Daylight and how they hate it, and it's a dog shit game, mm. but
2: they're and still they're playing,
1: playing hours. it.
0: But truthfully, how much of that is them hating the game and how much of that is hating the
1: community that's playing the game? Well, it's a bit of both, but they're, it, it's, it's the same thing, really. You can hate the community, you can hate the game, but they're still playing it. <laughs>
3: The, the thing I find, and the hardest part about it, is a lot of Survivors, they can completely hate the game based on one match. And killer mains do do it killers as well. Killers are the same. They do do it as well.
0: Thinking I of think a very sub- specific name right now, but yes, yeah. killers do it as well.
3: <laughs> they do do it as well, but I, I do see it more in Survivors. But like killers, I've seen killer mains where they get 4K, 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 4K. 4K they come up against a really good team and they happen to be playing like not quite an A-tier killer or an A-tier killer. And because they get shot on, because they were running a bit of a meme build and playing a killer that's not that good, they then go, this game's broken. And it's like, hold on, you've just, you've just won the last 10 games in a row with 4Ks. There's nothing wrong with the game. You had a bad game with a bad killer against good survivors.
1: Well, here's the thing that strengthens it. And it was this... It was funny for me to watch, I think it was last night, which Ash, you came against uh, a certain streamer and his Swift. Oh, yeah. Were,
0: uh... i I DC because of a T-bag. I was not having that.
1: <laughs> yeah, there they were a Sabo, this streamer and his Swift were a Sabo squad and they were teabagging. They played
0: and... RPD in three Orc offerings as
1: well. Well, here's his, what the funny thing is, right? And his, that, this is what strengthens Ryan's point. They were so happy and so laughy and jokey that they made you DC from teabagging and Sabo Swift and that. They do it again the next game and get absolutely rolled. Oh, yeah, and suddenly, shit. suddenly, oh, this, this map is dog shit. This game is dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's one of them, like...
3: But well, you, can, you can have 10 good games in a night and if your last two games are shit, you'll get pissed off and you'll that's all you'll remember then is those last
1: two games. Well, it's like I said they were they were so happy to annoy Ash and make him yeah. DC and then get rolled the next game on the same like they same were map, the same they build didn't same the map thing. they didn't change a thing and they got absolutely rolled and yeah. suddenly they swapped build cuz they weren't having fun anymore. Yeah. It's like come on.
3: That's that's the biggest problem and there is a lot of without naming names there's a lot of big streamers who have played the game for a very long time and think they are a lot better than what they actually are and in doing so are then crying about the game being unbalanced i think the yeah. game is probably as balanced as it's going to get for a very very long time oh
0: yeah the, 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 i don't think they're ever going to get as close I think the only thing that could possibly change would be nurse or blight in terms of balancing, but in terms of the general like, game mechanics and everything, it's pretty much spot on. It needs to be
3: the the core the core mechanics of a base kit killer to base kit survivors playing solo queue and having, an a pretty average map. Like there are extremes either end, like your starstruck agitation nurse, <laughs> and down to the other end where you get a. Uh, that are highly organised and all got fucking 15k hours in the game and eat, sleep, sweat, dream of fucking pallet loops and teabagging and flashlight kicking and all the rest of it. Like, there's extremes on both ends, but the actual core part of the game, I believe, has got so much closer to what they
1: need. Apart from for solo queue. Solo queue is still no better.
3: The thing with solo queue is I find it's so much more of your teammates being selfish and letting you down, which you, well, yeah. can't, you can't do anything about that.
2: Like, you can't balance around Bill deciding to sit in the corner of the map while everyone else dies. Yeah.
3: That's the difficult part about it, like, especially when you've got... Like, I love doing the Tone Challenges, But as soon as Tome Challenges come out, you full know fucking well exactly what challenge that everyone is doing. Because there'll be someone who needs to blind the killer 10 times and they're trying to do it in a single game. So they're just running around with a flashlight the whole time. Dropping every pallet and blinding every time the killer
2: breaks it. Yeah, it it just unsettles the balance. Yeah. I, I I quite like sort of the glyph challenges, but then at the same time it's sort of like
3: people then spend so much time going out and looking for the glyphs. Yeah. Because I was, I was talking to someone about it before and I said the way I thought they could change it would be if the glyphs spawned on you at certain intervals through the game. So instead well, they could of you, just
0: do it where it didn't spawn until, say, four gens are done. Or if two people died.
3: Well, they had like the green ones, wasn't it, where um, it didn't spawn until endgame.
0: Yeah, like, I'd see that being a little bit more...
3: But even one that's sort of like, um, if you complete a gen, the the glyph will spawn next to it, and then you, you stand at the gen and do, do the glyph. And when that sort of challenge is on then, as a killer, you can then go, hold on a minute, that gen's just popped, I can go over there, because they're likely to still be there doing the glyph.
2: And it makes it that bit more interesting where they still have to progress the game in order to do the challenges. Uh, I like the way they're heading with things. They're doing a
3: lot of nerfing overpowered perks and bringing underused perks up.
1: But... And yeah, then that in turn just makes them overpowered perks.
3: They have with certain ones. Like, off the record, got a bit out of hand. Um, off
0: the record, it's still out of hand. Yeah. That's the only issue with the whole argument of we want to get rid of the meta. Yeah. So we're going to nerf these perks and buff some others because we don't want people feeling like they're relying on them. Yeah. But they didn't take into account that all that does is create a new meta.
3: Because
0: yeah. that's... For all the game isn't seen as a like truly competitive thing, the community's made it that way. It is a competitive game in everyone else's eyes but the devs. But it, so it, it... when there's a strong thing in the match or in the game that is above everything else, mm-hmm. people are going to run that. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It looks like more and more, though, that they're starting to like. Like they they're addressing the whole camping and tunneling thing.
2: And um,
3: I think if they do that and people then stop the camping and tunneling and then they go, well, now it's no longer viable for them to camp and tunnel. Actually, they do actually need more time to be able to get 12 individual hooks to kill all the survivors and do it technically the way you're supposed to, so to speak. And in which case, then, we can look at gen speeds again. But at the moment, with the gen speeds the way they are, if you decide to tunnel one person out of five gens, it's game over. Especially if you catch the right person and they don't last long enough in change. Yeah. Even with DS and off the record. Like, DS is fuck all at the moment. You get stunned for three seconds. By the time they've hit the floor and took two steps, you're already back after
2: them.
0: Yeah. yeah, DS should never have been nerfed. Not like that. I think five seconds or whatever it was was fine.
1: Five seconds was actually perfect.
0: Yeah, it gave them enough time to reach a loop. And if they want to keep it where it's not active at endgame, there's no problem with that. They can't use it just to escape. Mm, yeah. I, I, it never needs to be three seconds. In that time, they what get off your shoulder, that's a second, take a few steps, you turn around, you're on them.
1: That's not enough time for any killer that... to hit them. Not to mention that it deactivates in endgame anyway. Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. I, I still think it should deactivate in endgame. Oh, I'm f- kind of fine with that. But they should never have changed the stun time. No. But they're, they're, they're always going to make, like, change. I do see DS getting buffed back up to five seconds. I don't think they'll yeah. keep it at three. But they're going to make mistakes like that. They did it with the new perk Reassurance, which is already being nerfed because it was too abusable.
3: What do you think of the nerf, though?
0: I think it's fine. I it's what it needed.
3: Yeah, i I do agree with that.
0: I, I think we made our point when we went on to PTB and sort of yeah abused it ourselves and like I said, we we proved the point. It's it's too strong.
2: Yeah, like it it's is too strong of... and too um trolling. It's
1: too, yeah, it's too abusable from both sides, really. Mostly because the survivors, if they don't like you or you're not doing enough, they can just keep you there forever yeah. on the bloody hawk. And you have to DC to get out of that
0: match if the killer is also joining in on that, which yeah. is something that the devs never want in their game. No,
1: exactly. But now it's like it's a maximum delay of 90 seconds. So. Yeah.
3: Which people will still cry about, but at the end of the day, you're not being held hostage, you will. People were
0: crying about the fact that it was going to get nerfed anyway, saying the only people complaining about it are people that are tunneling and camping. That was like the main argument I was seeing. I'm like, if you can't see how abusable that perk is. yeah.
3: Uh, um, The other thing I liked as well was, um, do you see the change they made to low profile?
0: Yes, yes. I know we had a long fucking talk about that on the that last podcast.
3: Let's not go back to that one. But I do I do like that idea of it like yeah. um so the way Scott um I was watching him talk about it and he was like y- it's the change in the description of the last survivor able to progress the game. So if you're slugged or hooked, you're effectively without other perks, you would be waiting to be picked up or unhooked, so you cannot progress the game yourself. And that should activate for all like last survivor perks. So for example, you could have Soul Survivor activate if they were the last person not hooked or slugged.
0: Yeah, I do think Soul Survivor should also be brought up to that standard.
3: Because that be it could be quite interesting then of the fact that like you could be like 20% left on a gen knowing that the person on the ground who's slugged is got adrenaline, you've got that 75% B boost to the gen to finish it. They get a... They can save, but then Soul Survivor is now deactivated, so you lose the buff, but it's giving you that little boost, so to speak. Which, yeah, it'd be quite shitty to deal with as a killer, but how many times are you in that scenario?
0: But then, with that in retrospect, how many times are Swifts going to abuse that logic where there's a gen that's, I don't know, halfway through, they're in really a, ma- like, they're having a back and forth that they're really struggling with? They'll just have a teammate run at the killer, get downed, force mm-hmm. the gen to pop, everyone has adrenaline, everyone's fine. Yeah. There will be scenarios like that where they'll abuse it because they can. It's the yeah. same as reassurance. We, we knew it was stupidly broken, we went to prove our point, yeah. we abused it, we proved it.
3: If they would do that that with gens as well,
0: they're going to do the same thing.
3: That is still down to the killer.
0: No, because it's it's down to the survivors.
3: No, because if you know they're a swift, as long as there's two people on their feet, then Soul Survivor wouldn't activate.
0: It wouldn't, but then you are not progressing the game in any way because you can't down either of them because you don't know which one is the one that maybe has Soul Survivor to finish a gen off.
3: No, but if there's four people still alive in that swift, you can still hook and kill the two other people, leaving those two people on their feet. As long as two people are on their feet at any one time.
0: But it still feels very counterintuitive that you feel, as a killer, that you can't Mm -hmm. down either of those two because it forces that perk to activate. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel right. And so, and Swiss would abuse it in that sense. They would just run yeah. at the killer knowing they're, they're invincible because if the killer downs them, the gen finishes. Mm. And then they get adrenaline and fuck off. It, it's, it always comes down to the community finding new ways to run yeah. things like that or abuse in a way yeah. that makes it
2: apparent that it needs a nerf. Yeah. I
3: don't like the nerf to awaken awareness.
2: Is that the one with the aura reading?
1: Yeah, You don't like it, but it needs to be done. It, no, no. It needs to be
0: done because of one killer. <laughs>
3: because of yep. nurse. No, it, they need to look at nurse and not nerf a perk because nurse can abuse it.
1: Well, th- this is everything we've known for how many months? Flash yeah. Years? Yeah. So wow. Well, that... th- to, to be fair, ever since Trickster came out, <laughs> even, he even brought with that him one. Starstruck. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But even. Ever even since that he one... came out even that one is a case of if you make nurses m1 and m2 so it wouldn't activate the insta down you instantly remove the power that she would get from that pick she still oh, gains yeah. a lot of good information from it but she still then has to land two hit to be able to do so she can't which use a good it.
0: nurse could do easily
3: yeah but then at that point like a good nurse who's going to hit two blinks you're just sort of fucked anyway
0: but then that comes down to nurse needs looking at again
3: yeah but that would because she, that... she
0: does kind of ignore everything. Yeah.
3: But that would completely nullify the whole brokenness of awakened awareness. Like the two second lingered, I think was fine, even with it being buffed by lethal bersuer to have that
0: four seconds. Four, four seconds of orange just after mm. you've hooked someone a little bit much, mm. especially at close range. You've seen what I can do with yeah, barbecue, but then. Um, it's, Getting a killer that pressure closer in, that'd be too strong.
3: It's, it's frustrating in the fact, though, then, that it's sort of like... It's playing around perks. Like, you know yourself as a huntress, if you hit a shot across the map because of barbecue, every time you hook someone, everyone hides. They adapt mm-hmm. to knowing that you have that perk. So at which point, if you're hiding nearby and the killer comes over and slaps you straight away because they've seen you, you go, okay. They probably have awakened awareness. I'm not going to hang around by the, the hook or near the survivor. And if I'm. Waiting
0: hmm? to awareness is a big range.
3: It's 20 meters, isn't it?
0: 20 meters is half a map on some maps.
2: I suppose.
3: <laughs> but like, it's sort of that. That is the case. Ki- like, even with Starstruck now, if you know a killer's got Starstruck, you stay out of the terror radius to not get Starstruck people play around it. All right, sometimes it's fuck all you can do about it. Same as this perk. If a killer perks a, perk, a person up next to you, but then if you're then aware of the fact that they have that perk, you go, well, I'm not going to give them value. While they're calibrating this person to the hook and hooking them, I'm going to book it.
2: I don't know. I, I don't I think get... the linger defense idea. I get why it's... they did it, but... I just, I think I like the extra two
3: seconds of being able to hook someone, turn around and be able to look to see where they are.
0: This would be my way of it, is having that it would be so many meters from the hook, but not 20. Because effectively you can have that in barbecue and see everyone that isn't hiding in, in some way, shape or form for auras, yes. like distortion or in a locker. That's mm. way too much information. Floods yeah. of rage on its own after an unhook getting three, no matter where they are is strong enough. Mm. um, I don't think the Linger effect needed to be a thing. I think the perk's fine, yeah, but it's if they want to keep the lingered they need to remove the range and nerf that in a way, or they can keep the range and get rid of the linger.
3: well they could change it to be in like um well, they the did race, get rid the of, of the linger. yeah. There's not really much point talking about because they've just got rid of the Linger now. They have just got rid of the Linger, yeah.
0: But if they were going to add the Linger back in, they'd have to remove the range.
3: Well, it'd be interesting if um, Lethal Pursuer would add the two seconds without the Linger, if that makes sense. So if your aura was revealed by it, instead of it lingering for two seconds, it wouldn't linger, you get the zero seconds. But if you run Lethal Pursuer, you get the extra two seconds that it would then linger.
0: No, because that would open the doors for Scratch Mirror Meyers, on, Amanda's Letter, all after you stopped whatever prerequisite you needed to it's then continue having that overreading. reading That's a lot of information.
1: It depends on how you do it. To if fair, you were to though, give
0: Ash, it to that perk, what? you would give it to the others. There'd no, be no, no point
1: can... in where, in putting it on Scratch Mirror I I don't see any Scratch Mirror running that. There'd be no point.
2: No, but but I'm just using it as an example.
3: Running Lethal Pursuer with uh, uh, Myers would mean you could have a look at someone through the wall, stop stalking and walk around in that two seconds knowing that they're still there.
0: It it wouldn't be a new meta for Myers, but I was using it as an example. It'd be more looked after um, Wraith's add-on and Amanda's letter.
3: The way you could do it is just put like a 0.1 second
2: linger effect on Awakened Awareness so then the Lethal Pursuer would add the two seconds. In which the 0.1 on its own, you wouldn't notice. Mm.
3: That would be a way they could do it if they wanted to apply it to the perk. I still think they have this. to look
0: at the range because of that one fact, <laughs> yeah.
3: They could drop it to rate, um, or see in... If they
0: dropped it to like 8 meters... Or even ten, if they really wanted to push it to ten, I think that would be fine. No, 20 I think that would be underpowered.
2: Some... Mm, yes and no. You know ten yourself. Meters. Twenty ten meters, meters on some lot. map. Ten meters is enough. It's enough to
0: look through two floor, like a floor level on any map.
1: I just, I, I, wouldn't see the point in. They wouldn't want necessarily the perk to come out underpowered. They've, they've kind of stopped doing that because it doesn't sell.
3: No,
0: they
1: tend to go but overpowered you still, and then
3: bring it back. You still
0: get the aura reading while you're walking. You still have that. Uh, it still has information in it, but you have, as a survivor, that little gap between barbecue's range and that perk's range that mm-hmm. you still have safety to a degree. A
3: uh, barbecue's 32,
1: isn't it? 24, isn't it? 32. 32? Yeah. I believe so. No, it's but 40 metres. Like...
2: 32 metres or 40 metres, one of them. Oh, my thing that was twenty-four. I'm very curious. Forty meters. Yeah. So even That's twenty-four.
3: Yeah. So there is like a twenty-meter radius that you could be in to detect from the pair of them. Even taking it down to maybe like a sixteen-meter radius would keep its
2: strength, but gave you a significant twenty-four-meter gap to be able to be in. That's brought up right. something funny to me, actually. Remember when uh, they said they were going to take... They
1: took away the uh, blood point bonus mm-hmm. for barbecue, and everyone said they were going to stop running it. And
0: mm-hmm. everyone's still running
1: it. <laughs> everyone's still running it.
3: I'd, I'd never run it for the blood points.
1: Like, the,
2: yeah. the
3: value you get for it, for just for map pressure alone.
0: I run it on one killer and for one reason alone, and that has not changed.
3: Well yeah, we know that. You like hitting people on different maps with hatchets, we understand. But...
0: I don't think the blood points was all that significant for barbecue, it's just a nice no. bonus. Most people used it for the aura reading. Anyone saying otherwise is lying.
1: It's the same with We're Gonna Live Forever. Like I didn't run that for the blood points either. It was nice. No, originally it was only
3: ever
2: four blood points because it doesn't yeah. all else. People used it for double ball points more than anything. Outside of that, nobody really used the perk. But Barbecue was nearly always used on killers. Double ball points are not. Just a good perk. That's going to annoy me for the rest of the night, what I'm thinking of for 24 meters. What, aura based? Yeah, there's something
0: that's 24 meters, I'm sure of it.
3: It's a weird one. It's like um, Hangman's Trick. Like, Hangman's Trick needs to be looked at six meter radius around the hook for per... or reading Indominus Ash has loaded up there. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know, just
0: plug me for the rest of the get the rest of
3: the day. Yeah, it's it is really interesting. I am quite excited for the new patch. Um I'm glad they sort of um the Metal of Man shit out.
2: Yeah Metal
1: Ridiculous. Man being brought back to how it should be is nice. I'm just excited for Wesker's perks to put on other killers. So yep. I, I, don't get me wrong, I'm still excited for Wesker, because he seems like he's going to be my style of killer. But
3: I was shocked that they buffed him the way they
2: did. Mm, I don't know. I feel like... He needed buffing. He well, should have needed To be that. fair, he needed like, fixing.
0: People just sitting on the pallets to stop involving was kind of stupid.
1: That,
3: that that's, that's still a thing, like...
0: No, they get injured. If they're within the pallet, yeah, they just yeah, get yeah. injured, like outright.
3: Yeah, yeah, but, like, the, the way other people were doing it is using any means necessary, which is still viable.
0: Yeah, but you're running any means for one killer.
2: Yeah, That's but like I, saying, like, calm no, spirit I, for dog, though. No, I, lo- I love any means. But, like... I, I so sort of...
3: That is, it is that exact statement, is... He needed fixing. I didn't think he needed
2: buffing. Hmm. I do I think, think it's kind of fixing him comes buffing. Yeah. Well, that was the thing, yeah. Like,
3: it, it, like them saying, like, oh, this, like, they're making it so the window, like, the hits at windows and on pallets will now injure. To me, it should have just been like, yeah, that was a bug. That's how he always should have been. We fixed that. We fixed this. We fixed that. The. Um, speed of him moving in between
2: uh, charges I didn't think was that much of an issue that needed buffing. Like, it's like giving um, base kit uh, rat's liver to um, Demo. Mm. Which Demo probably deserves, to be honest. But there we go. I don't know. I think Demo's strong enough. I think he is. But
3: it'd be a really nice quality of life thing to be able to run other add-ons when, like, you know yourself. Like, timing your shreds. If you're used to running Rat's Liver, you're used to timing your shreds off using Rat's Liver. So you'll tend to use it a lot
1: more. Well, to be fair, I never ran, like, Rat's Liver anyway. Mm. To yeah, me, that's they're not his strongest add-ons. His strongest add-ons are Barb's glasses and Black Heart.
3: Which one's the Black Heart again?
1: Black Heart is hitting someone with a shred, fifteen percent recovery.
3: Yeah,
2: and then the the Barb's is the palette, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. I don't think Rat's liver was ever his strongest. Um... And people used it
3: to make shredding easier to land yeah, the shred.
1: It, it was more used for the, they. you know how I, like you've watched me play demo, the baby shreds. Yeah. Like you hold it until you've got the timing down to baby shred a shorter distance than over a longer one. Like sure, holding it for that, I think it was what, one second shorter mm. Uh, shred was a uh, rat's liver. No, rat's, um,
3: rat's liver was, if I'm not mistaken, was the the movement speed when holding a shred.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, God, no, that that's never been his best. The the there was one that uh, reduced his shred time. Yeah, no, to,
3: that was that
1: was worthless. But I I still don't really think Rat's liver did anything, even with the movement speed.
2: Hmm. Can't think how much it was actually.
1: Plus, to be fair, with um spine chill gone, with its uh thingy, build. bone vault speed, yeah, with the vault speed build gone, it it's it doesn't matter anymore. Like even more now.
3: I I will not be surprised if they bring out a in perk in the next couple of. Matches. They will probably. I think that was the whole point of taking it away from Spine Chill, was to be able to put it into another perk without it being like 500 million fucking videos of this is the new ultimate Vault Speed build, Spine Chill Resilience and Insert Vault Speed build
1: perk. I mean, what was Spine Chill at max? Was it 8 or 10%? Six. Yeah, I think
0: it
2: was six. It was resilience that was higher.
1: Six and nine. So
3: you would get a 15% Vault Speed increase. Yes, the question, is, yeah. the question is then, if they bring a vault um, perk in, how strong does that vault perk have to be for it to be viable before it becomes well, that, busted that's when the running into
1: Any, any, They have to keep it at 6%, otherwise it will be too busted. Hmm. At
2: otherwise,
1: which point, no or knows. they just bring out 9% and remove it off resilience. I mean, people who uh, who would run that anyway. The, it's obvious people to combat that if it does become meta. Mm. Which, if it does bring vault speed build back, people will just run the new Wesker, um, yeah. perk anyway. If yeah. they, you know,
3: it's just bamboo bamboozle and uh, superior anatomy.
1: Yeah, that that's mm. gonna be strong.
3: It's so good on my I love it.
2: It's a little
1: bit stupid on Myers, but so fun.
3: <laughs> Myers needs something like
2: that, though. Hang on, that gives you a, more of a lunge, doesn't it? What? Superior anatomy. No. No. That's good to go. It's fault.
0: Yeah, the, it's literally just fault. I don't know why I thought it gave you more of a lunge. I think it's just because we saw
1: Legion flying. I just assumed it was
0: lunge in my head.
3: Yeah,
1: no. Oh, God, no, no on Legion. Having bamboozle and that on Legion. Jeez
0: also i found out what perk i was getting confused with
1: which one this is comms twenty,
2: twenty four, twenty eight. <laughs> i knew something was 24
3: there was a 24 in there somewhere yeah just i didn't realize how shit barbecue was at fucking tier one 60 meters oh
2: yeah it's far well,
0: discuss <laughs> Discordance at tier ones only like 60 metres, I think.
3: If that's on fucking dead dog slew, you just don't see anyone ever. <laughs> unless, you hook on one, unless you hook on one side of the map and you're looking at the other.
2: But then at tier 1 you used it for blood points before the uh, yeah. nerf came in. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... The, the last few
3: updates from um, Dead by Daylight to me have been steps in the right direction.
1: I just like the blood point reduction for uh, yeah. the like the items.
2: Yeah.
1: Or the nodes, should I say.
2: The nudes.
1: That, that makes me hope that I can get at least Prestige 2 out of Wesker with the points I have right now.
2: Have they
3: mentioned if they're changing BT at all? Um, BT's going
1: up to the base. The oh, no. base kit.
3: The base kit's going up to ten percent. Yeah, 10%. base kits, They haven't
1: mentioned BT. yet. They haven't mentioned BT. Which so in That's which case BT adds another
3: no, ten percent. Deep. So BT adds another ten seconds.
2: Yes. So far, until they release something more. because they could end up addressing that with the patch notes that we'll get on the day. Hmm. It'd
3: be interesting to see, because I like the change they made, the 10 seconds and 10 haste. 10
2: but then people just
1: run off the record anyway, so BT is really not that significant. Sometimes that's, that's
0: anything in solo queue,
2: someone's running off the record. No one's going to run BT over off the record. No, I know. To be
1: fair, now with it being 10 seconds, though, I can see people not running off the record and changing it for something else. (laughs) Uh, No, I do think Think... there is a big potential for it.
3: I think they might bring down the time for off the record soon for the endurance effect.
2: I think they'll bring down the time. I don't think people are going to stop running it, though.
1: I th- I think they will. I think people run it just so they actually have the time and opportunity to get to somewhere safe. And I th- I think 10 seconds is enough personally.
3: Yeah. With the 10% haste as well, yeah. The only issue is is getting hooked in a dead zone and the killer body
2: blocking before you get to a loop. All but... survivors yeah. But like It's just, it's the game. Like if you're gonna get hooked in a dead zone,
3: you're kinda of fucked.
0: I definitely wanna test adding all the movement speed on again
2: though, with the new Yeah. Um percentage for haste. Yeah.
3: With um no one left behind and, uh, Guardian, babysitter. and Guardian.
2: Dark Theory as well for that extra two percent hope. Yeah. See them fly across the mountain in 10 seconds. Easy clap. It is interesting. And they they addressed, obviously, um, the amount of pallets on
3: RPD. Yeah. That was a very satisfying thing to see because even as a survivor main, that shit was dumb.
2: Two fucking pallets either side of the bloody stairs. <laughs>
3: The question will be, will that be the only thing that they change, is to take out one no, of those two pallets? Or, they'll look
0: at the other loops as well.
3: Or will they take pallets off the other loops but leave those two there? That's not why they leave
0: those two. That, That's like having two shat pallets. No,
3: this is behaviour. I would not surprise you in no, the slightest. They,
2: they'd remove one. If yeah. they don't, I'm running fucking Blood Favour. <laughs> Every single killer is having Blood Favour on. The thing I've noticed more and
3: more is every, like, the last two maps, so they've done the rework for this, so say that's two maps, and the Garden of Joy. So they say the last three maps they've released that have been redone, even down to, I think, was it Haddonfield done before that? (laughs) All of them have massive holes in buildings for you to be able to fall down. And I feel like they're just doing it for JRM at this point.
1: Still waiting for them to rework Swamp. Yeah. Swamp's the only know. one that hasn't been reworked, no? I don't think Swamp needs reworking. Bloody does. Grim Pantry does, but the Pale Rose doesn't. Nope. Both shit. Grim Pantry's bias though. I'm very dumb. biased. I hate Swamp with a living passion. They need to I'm fix right it in terms
3: it. of I think if it looks a lot different to the other maps in terms of graphically now. So oh yeah, I think the graphic-wise
1: plays. they could have that. But Let, Let's get it right, Ash. You're okay with it because you're a Huntress main and Huntress thrives on the swamp. No, even like playing Trapper or
0: any other the killer, I think the maps... Okay, uh, the so only you've issue just I named have with another
1: like... killer that thrives on swamp. <laughs> you've just named both killers that thrive on swamp. I
0: think the only issue that uh, swamp maps have is Grim Pantry's main building is too diverse. And they need to look at the loops for that. And if they really wanted to look into the pale, like the top of pale walls for that loop, I don't think it's that busted, though. Then maybe look at that. But I, honestly, it's... like, the loops, the totem placements, everything is quite good. It's one of the maps they got right.
1: No, I, th- I think, because, like, even um, didn't uh, Macmillan get a rework? McMillan
0: did, but a lot of the loops did the same.
1: Yeah, well, That's only recently fair, they added like, the new loops, isn't it? The swamp didn't swamp come in with Hag. Yeah, I believe. Yes. So it is probably one of the oldest map. But the swamp places. was actually
3: one of the swamp was actually probably one of the one first of the that got first redone. Ones.
1: Swamp didn't get redone though. It did. It, it, did. Did, it? it they,
3: did. They used yeah. to be like they used to be like twice the size, and they brought the maps in smaller.
0: Grim, pan- Grim Pantry, back when it first came out, was disgusting.
3: This is this is why um, hatch spawns are so fucked on that map because they move the map inwards and never change like the hatch spawn.
0: The fuck, I think the hatch spawns are good for that map.
3: No, that the hatch shouldn't spawn on the corner of the fucking map in between I think two it walls should. and a log.
0: I think it should. It should be hidden. It should use more of the map. I don't like the hatch normally spawns like quite into the map. I'd like the outside use more. Yeah. Same if, with the totem if, placements.
3: If if that's the case, fine. But do it on all maps, because that needs to be the base yeah. of it then. I would agree totem with that.
0: should be the yeah. same, like those little like tiny L loops you get on like the edge of the map, totem should spawn in those. Mm.
3: No one checks a Z wall for totem.
0: Exactly. Like it would use more of the map, and I think it would be a good thing for D P D. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons why I think the map's good for both sides. Yeah is that the hatch is difficult to find as killer and survivor, so both chance- like both parties have an equal chance of finding it.
3: Can we just And say, the
0: totem placements are all over as well.
3: Can I just say, though, if you get um, Grim Pantry and your hex is on either one of the permanent tokens oh, yeah, in the, the middle f- of the map on, like, full fucking display...
0: On the
2: two rip, rocks. Just
3: rip. You're basically playing no, no hexes at that point.
1: I've only, I think I've only got lucky once with the, the, that kind of situation, which was actually recently with my Death Slinger game. Because mm. I was running Devour on that, and the, it, the Meg and the uh, Yunjin kept trying to go for my totem, but I kept uh, downing them near it.
3: It can be hit and miss, to be fair. Like If your Hex is in that sort of area, and they are adamant that they're going to get your Hex, then you, right, can you have use a clear
2: it. line of sight on it.
3: You can use it to your advantage, but at the same time, is how much they get
2: done while one or two people harass your totem. And what that totem is. Like, if it's haunted grounds, yeah, crack on. But, but yeah, going back to
0: Swamp, I think everyone has reactions to maps when they load on, either a survivor or killer. Either they don't like it or they do. Hmm. I don't think... As any killer or the survivor, I've really complained about having Swamp. Unless I've been playing Huntress and I got one of the maps and I wanted the other one.
3: Only when it seems like Swamp is on rotation and you just play Swamp, 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 Swamp. Yeah, that that, that sucks when
0: you're getting it all the time.
3: Come
0: on. But no, I think it's one of the maps that most people
2: like. Hmm. What would you say is the most balanced map for both sides? Macmillan. Mm-hmm. Macmillan has always been that. Yeah, probably Macmillan or... Maybe not
1: Um, the likes of, what, Sheltered Woods. I don't think Sheltered Woods is very balanced. I think that's more killer oriented. The, the only
0: or... thing balanced about Sheltered Woods is the gen spread the loops mm. are a bit shit for shellbots cuz it's just the outskirts of the map.
1: Yeah. And there's the... like what, eight pallets? Yeah. It's just a huge dead zone in the middle of the map. And then there's the split, the split one, I can't remember what its name is. Um Azrov's resting place. No, that's um, um yeah, I don't know which it, one but... you mean, I'm trying to think.
3: Oh no, no, um Suffocation Pit.
1: Yeah, Suffocation that's... Pit. Yeah, where
3: it's just absolutely busted and impossible to catch anyone in the middle and fuck all on either side.
0: Well, not a Suffocation Pit. The, the pit bit at the end is usually quite good on loops against some killers.
1: Yeah. Like the, the middle bit is like... very easy to 3-gen, though. Yeah, it is. it
3: It is fairly balanced in that sense of if you're a killer, you could just go, I'm not dealing with the middle bit. I'm This is my side of the map. I'm yeah, I'm not dealing, dealing with the side middle of the bit map. and
0: I'm not dealing with the main tower. I'm just going to stick at yeah. Shaq's side with yeah. my 3-gens and just not think about anything else. Especially yeah. if
1: you hag... Uh-huh. Hag on yeah. um, Suffocation Pit is just disgusting.
2: But then you the, trap the, one you...
1: end of the map and you, you win.
3: You have got like the opportunity there to sort of fuck with them if you've got the right perks. Like If you've got a circular healing up on the opposite side of the map, it's go in, work on the gen, take a hit, run to the other side of the map, heal while someone else is working on your gen. It's like I was watching a game um, Scott Jen played where he was like slowly but surely whittling them down to the point where he was like, I think he had like three people injured. One person was working on the gen, but he had a bit of a three gen. And then he realized that they had Circle of Healing. So they all just fucked off for like two minutes all went and healed up and then just started doing the gens again. And every time he hit one of them, they would sprint across the map to Circle yeah, of Healing well, and heal up. It's the one
0: it's annoying thing you have to deal with.
3: He was like, "Great, I've like
2: I've gone from being in a strong position to win the game to I've lost this game because of a perk." Hmm. I, I was gonna say, alter here and could be kind of balanced, but then
3: some are some inked,
1: and yeah, it can
3: depend on the
1: thing. killer. Azorovs is not balanced. Some rotations are. Well, well it can't... it comes to the same. It comes to the same thing as suffocation pit. Yeah, it if you pick
3: lit. if you pick one side, and you just stick to that side. There's there's not really a lot that survivors can do. But then you've still got to be on top of it to be able to deal with them. Oh, I, th-
0: I think all the realms have maps like that. The to... one side, and then they've got some that aren't.
3: See for me, and I'd I'd love to see more maps in
2: the realm. Um, is dead dog. I don't mm. think dead dog will get another. they have to release another cowboy-like killer. Yeah,
0: I don't see him doing that.
3: It depends it's on how not. they do it. They could have like a western-style killer with like a lasso. Yeah, I can some see something them
0: like adding that. another one, but it won't be anytime soon.
3: Even like a, I thought about it before of like a headless horseman-style
1: killer. Well, the, there's the knight that's coming, but the, yeah, I mean, wouldn't even say a headless, headless horseman is cowboy esque.
0: No, say that's like, more. We're, we're going to ignore the cowboy esque thing. A headless horseman? How is that going to work? I,
3: I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. I've just thought about it being a potential killer.
1: It's a horror. First character. of all,
0: you've got the blindness aspect of it. Just have a head.
1: Might as well play in silence. <laughs> Second of
0: all, the Listen. dude's got a horse. You ain't out running
3: that. Yeah, but that's like a, bi- it's like a billy, isn't it? He could use his horse to charge like a, like a billy. Horses? What's he going to do?
1: Just what? normally trot around? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let's go back to the western side. I haven't, side, I this haven't is... thought about that sort of shit, right?
3: I just, uh, the headless horseman <laughs> is quite an interesting character, and if they could bring him into <laughs> Dead by Daylight, that would be pretty cool.
1: No! No! Wouldn't work.
0: <laughs> Too many technicalities.
3: Oh, just, just don't fucking throw hatchets across the fucking room, or right? I leave him alone. <laughs>
0: How are you going to blind a headless horseman?
3: He has a head, but he usually carries it like under his arm.
0: So you're going to have to aim at his pelvic region you to be able to blind no, him.
3: No, not even there. Right, stop that. Run that back. How the fuck do you blind the pyramid head? He has a head. He's got it fucking covered. What but should you do? You Get aim... underneath it and shine it up underneath his fucking chin?
0: But you aim at his head like all the other killers. You've just given us a killer that doesn't have it.
3: Does gourmet head still has aim, vents. <laughs> aim, at, aim at where his head would be. Aim at his penis. You can still blind the wraith when it's cloaked. You can't see his fucking head, can you? But he has a head.
2: <laughs> he still has a head. <laughs> so
3: does a headless horseman sometimes. He has like the you know pumpkin head.
1: If he's headless, I mean, he doesn't have a head. I didn't you know write his lore,
3: okay? <laughs> No, but you brought him into this. No, but he like he has a pumpkin head. He's just lost his human head. Can we
0: get a zombie killer that just cheers people around? And just has like the hand on the floor. Like he just leaves his body behind, leaves the hand, and then you just try and blind the well, hand like to the, thing the thing,
3: for, the, the fucking hand from Adam's family.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what the thing? <laughs> oh, oh dear. dear. Yeah, he... <laughs> Fuck
3: you and your headless horseman.
2: It was yeah. your idea.
3: No, it's a possibility, right? <laughs>
2: no, it's not.
3: You you leave him alone. Yeah, maybe he is a headless
0: horseman, but instead of carrying his arm, he just kicks it around like a football up and down. You've got to aim up and down at his head to try and make sure you actually blind him.
3: Look, they, Like that wouldn't be a cool killer. You have a look at that. <laughs> no.
0: No one's getting the fucking pallet blind. Fuck okay, just
3: blind the horse. <laughs> oh, he's got he's got base kit fucking light burn. All right, leave him alone.
0: <laughs> the strongest killer in the game. <laughs> you'd load
3: in as a swift with four flashlights and see as a headless move Like, oh for fuck's sake!
0: At <laughs> the
2: and Franklin Franklin's just to spite you. <laughs> I've
3: I've i have i i don't know. I, I think about a lot of things to do with like what could be killers. Like I had one of um, you don't
1: think enough.
3: No, you need to go don't.
1: a little a little more in depth. Aaron. on choices. What headless horseman? That's where Maurice went. <laughs> See? It's true is happening.
3: It's not fucking happening. If they ever bring out the headless horseman, I will sit there on my high horse alongside the headless horseman.
2: No, but what would I think about? Um, I remember doing one for, like, a um, pirate-themed chapter with, like, having, like, Davy Jones as the killer. And then they released fucking
3: Nemesis and took the tentacle whip that I was going to (laughs) have. Well, that'd be quite cool, though. Or, like, a pirate killer that, like, threw bombs that, like, would... Either injure you if they hit you directly or like
2: couldn't like knock you off balance like the stagger effect. Like the charger from fucking Left for Dead when it would hit nearby to you and make you nearly fall over. I'm just gonna
3: stop talking about this now I'm, <laughs> I'm still getting
0: another headless of a little bit need to give me some more time. <laughs> <laughs> God, where's Kev? Kev would love this.
3: Oh, he's probably fucking playing with his poly pockets now. <laughs> no, I'm like, I I I'm enjoying the way the DVD is going at the moment. I, granted, I know a lot of people are sort of patience wearing thin with it the way it is at the moment from playing it a lot and more so the community than the game, I would say.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Community's
2: getting really fucking draining. But mm. uh, hey, they give a sec, so you know. I don't really take
1: much notice in the community these days. Mm. That's a lie. <laughs> I mean I, I do. I do and I don't.
3: I like to keep up with like the little bits of drama and sit back and watch it and fold and enjoy you it. You mean
0: the drama I get myself into? <laughs> Oh yeah, I've seen some of the drama you've got yourself
1: into.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure it was like the day after we followed each other on Twitter I saw some of that drama (laughs) that you got yourself into.
1: Sometimes I just can't I just can't let it go. Some just sometimes. I do I do bite my tongue a lot, to be fair. It's mostly on Twitter though. Twitter people are just Yeah weird. It's just like oh, people just
3: can't keep their opinions to themselves and like i granted everyone's entitled to their opinion but you don't
2: need to tell everyone about it it's just the majority of twitter is just shit takes and then that just triggers me and then
1: sometimes i have to get involved and sometimes i just don't some a lot of the time nowadays i can i can hold my tongue but sometimes i can't honestly me and you back in the day (laughs) we would have made a good fucking pair for ranting on online I still do rant every now and then, I just... Oh, there you I, are, I involved
3: as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Another Planet TV. I did, that did really tickle me. The, the salty boy came into my Twitch stream last night and said, I don't care, you're a three at best, because I told him I wasn't going to fuck them.
1: Oh, no, I love Lils. she's great.
3: She's brilliant, I do love her. I, I played a game with her the other night, it was brilliant. She started laughing because I crouched in the exit gate and threw a pebble at her. <laughs> She had no clue that uh, Nemesis had an add on to spawn zombies in the the exit gate. So I like, um, I think I picked up a pallet and then slapped it on a zombie. She opened the exit gate and like sort of went
2: to walk out, and the zombie started going towards her. She was like, oh, fucking hell. I do love Lil. She's, she's a
1: great content creator. Mm. It's very rare I ever go against her, but. There there has been times that I've had some really good games. I think the last time I faced her was with Doctor. And she kept trying to do a corner text on me. Mm-hmm. How did that work out? Huh? Uh, it worked for the first maybe once, twice. And then I didn't fall for it again.
2: And then she did. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I let her go. I let her go. I always like letting people go if I know them. Like Kaylee. I let Kaylee go when I was Huntress the other day.
3: So I know you obviously, um, you like uh, Salmination from your voices. Have you seen his latest Twitter picture? Uh, From about six hours ago, Trapper Thirst. (laughs) I'm really excited for his next episode if that's in it. (laughs)
2: I
0: don't even need to look at the picture and probably guess what the picture no, is.
3: I I put it in the message in the in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> not Here
2: comes the trapper.
3: Oh, but I can see that image and all I can see is like that little can you see like in the background is like the little outline of seven. I'm just expecting the crapper to come out behind me <laughs> doing the same thing.
2: Here comes the crapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I, I did love determination it's
3: the, the hardest part is with like the the dbd community is a lot of the things like there's a lot more toxic communities out there but it just doesn't excuse the way some people are
1: but if I had a pound for every time I've been told to die of cancer I would never need to stream again
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't want to fucking plan it.
2: <laughs> Did you ever <laughs> This was
3: from back when I was streaming but I hadn't streamed for like two months. Um played a game against a clown and I didn't even have TTV in my name. I don't know I don't know what he done to go and find me, but he fe- went and found me. So he was like having a bit of back and forth um communication in the end game chat, to put it politely. And then out of nowhere, he just went, by the way, you should give up streaming because your streams are shit. And I was just like, what? He's like, yeah, your streams are shit. I was like, I know. That's why I haven't streamed for two months. (laughs) He was like, well, then.
2: What do you want from me? You're a shit clown. Simple. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, Ryan, I've seen
0: you at the end of games where you're not happy. You can be just as toxic.
3: Oh, I know. I know. I know. I try to keep it... like I'll, I'll have a, big, a bit of back and forth, but I'll try and keep it civil at the very
2: least. Like I won't attack mm. them as a person. I think I have seen you a few times do that. <laughs> Not as a person.
0: They're
3: I think in your maybe. defense,
0: most, most of the time they've had a bit of attitude towards you as well and then you've gone and done it.
3: Oh yeah, once, once they've started with me then the, the gloves come off. That's
2: fine. But you've definitely done it.
3: Oh, yeah. That's a reaction rather than me attacking.
2: But I think a big
0: problem with the toxicity in the game and whatnot is that people don't see it from both perspectives. They just think of their own point of view. Yeah. Which, yeah, it sucks if you got tunneled or whatever and you feel that you shouldn't have been camped, but it, there's one, maybe two gens left. You know for a fact your survivors, have, or like your teammates, have been working on those gens. There's a good oh. chance the killer also knows that and knows that he needs to get you out, but then at the end of the game, when you get tunneled, you still decide to have a go at him for killing you, even though it was the killer's win condition.
3: That, that was the thing. was um, So I played the game, just playing solo queue the other night, and the rest of my team were going down like sacks of shit. So I hook chase on purpose just because i hadn't been hooked yet so i was like i'll I'll take the chase see what happened like blah blah um he ended up chasing me for like three gens so we went from being at four gens down to being at one gen when i finally got hooked and then like 10 seconds later i get unhooked and he immediately come back tunnel b they then unhooked me pretty quickly again before he'd even had a chance to go too far away and he immediately come back after me again it was a streamer I said GG after the game well played, glad I went into the stream and had a chat with him and he was like, Yeah, sorry for like tunneling you and all the rest. It was like at the end of the day, you made a, yeah, you made a mistake, you shouldn't have chased me for as long as you did. But at the same time, as soon as you hooked me and there was one gen left, I knew full well that if I got unhooked, you were coming after me. Because that was your win condition.
2: Unfortunately
0: not everyone sees it that way. Obviously it works both ways. There's winning conditions for the survivors as well, like Yeah. If they, if they feel that they've got no chance, they're obviously not going to touch gens. They're obviously not going to yeah. rescue you when you're hook because it's either you or them at that point, yeah. or both of you in some scenarios. But the community just doesn't see that, no.
2: which it's, is it's a, all, a it's huge me, problem. Me. Yeah, which yeah. At the end of the day, it's you, you bought the game. You want to win. You want to have fun. Yeah. It's I just. I think a lot of people need to sort of take a step back after a game.
0: Just to sort of think about, okay, well, why did that happen? Why was I the one that got tunneled? Or why did I not get rescued there? Rather than just messaging the person going, oh, you shit at the game, stop playing it, uninstall it, whatever. Because mm. especially from a, obviously, like a Twitch point of view, and I know, sorry for calling you out, Aaron's the same. When you're getting shit thrown at you, Even though you're playing to how you need to play, maybe you've had a bad match, and your win condition at this point is to take someone out to have more control over the game, or Slug, or whatever it might be. When you're having that back-to-back after Hacker Games, or whatever else, and someone comes into the Twitch chat to have a go at you, it does dampen the mood for the entire stream. Until someone, or a game, sort of switches that around. And that isn't good
2: for anyone in that scenario like the viewers or for yourself because i know i have had it the other day when he was getting hackers back to back and i know you weren't enjoying that stream no it's, it's
3: incredibly frustrating and it's more annoying that it's been such a big problem for so long
2: and behavior <laughs> <laughs> barely acknowledge it at that. yeah one thing I
3: noticed about was, um, so I watched um, recently um, Otz's little compilation video, and he came up against a hacker um, and was just playing the game. And before the game even end, like the, the game went to like end game, um, end game chat. And Otz was like, oh yeah, just I'll sort the report out, blah, 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 and all the rest of it, saying like shitty hackers, blah, blah, the usual chit chat after and a dev was actually in the stream and just went, no need to report, I've already banned them. And I was like, if he can do it that fast, just by sitting Mm -hmm. in and watching a stream, why don't they have devs go into streams every now and again, even if it is just the Fog Whisperers to start off with, just to have that threat of if you're going to target streamers, you're running the risk of a dev being there and going instant ban. Yeah. But
0: then that. they still do it because how easy is it to make another account or change your IP or whatever you need to do so to get back the, in?
3: No, so they, they, there's Uwu um, who plays with Kev some, from time to time. He has to play DVD on a GeForce now because they, the way they banned him was like a, a global lock ban or something. So like even if he changes his IP address or it was like a system ban, he would have to buy a whole new like PC to be able to create a new account to play. DVD on. So he has to circumvent it using like a third party um mm-hmm. software to play DVD effectively. Which if they're capable of doing that, then if they can have the absolute proof of I'm sat in a stream watching this guy hack the game that I'm a developer of, I can do that and initiate that on that piece of hardware. That was the, what he was saying it was, it was a hardware ban rather than like an IP ban. Like that would solve the issue somewhat. There would be ways around it. Obviously, there are ways around it, but the pure effort that you're making them go through would reduce the numbers, I would say, significantly.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And at the very least, if it's not, reducing the numbers that much or like it's not really making too much of a difference. It is making it harder and more annoying for them to keep making accounts and keep doing this and keep keep on going and going and going and doing it. Knowing that they can't go and hold a streamer hostage for like an hour. Because that streamer could have a dev in the chat and go, well let's just disconnect him from the game and ban his account and off he goes and the is no longer held hostage. Yeah. And that's not to say that they have to have a dev in every stream at all times. But if they start to pop up in different streams randomly from time to time and catch these people out, all of a sudden it becomes much more of a risk to even do it in the first place and target those streamers. But yeah. then they just go for the
0: smaller streamers because there's no way the devs could be able to keep up with all of the smaller streamers mm-hmm.
3: as well. That would, be, that would be the side issue of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because at least the bigger streamers have more of an audience to sort of back up the fact that there was a hacker.
3: But if they are catching the hackers who are targeting the bigger streamers and able to initiate that hardware ban, it does then stop them from being able to use that device
2: to target smaller streamers. If that's a possible thing. It's a good idea, but not one I imagine that will get done. Probably not. It,
3: isn't, it doesn't even have to be done for long or for mass periods, though. That's the thing. It's sort of like having police walk around the streets. It's not the fact that they're there constantly that stops crime from happening.
2: It's the fact that they could be there at any time. That makes people think twice about doing things. Hmm. I mean,
3: like, you, you could... You could effectively, you could probably go into like next and steal something every day for 10 days straight. And you might only get caught once or
2: twice. But you wouldn't do it because you don't know when that once or twice is going to be. You might not get caught at all. But there's that chance. Also, just for when Kev comes back and reads this, you're a pussy. Me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you'll see. <laughs> mm. But I suppose there is also the other
0: um, offhand of they'd need to sort of have the the resources and money available mm-hmm. to pay people to just sit in chats like that and ban people. Because it would then become an issue of like having a policing crew
2: just for Dead by Daylight.
3: But they've got, like, they've got a community manager who I imagine has a somewhat community team. Like, it's not even saying that they have to be there ridiculously. Like, they could be in the office getting on with their jobs and just having Otz's stream up on the side. And Ots goes, we've got a hacker. Brilliant. Let me just stop what I'm doing a minute. Right, I'm here watching. Boom.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, it's not someone that, like, not saying, like, oh, you've got to go and sit and watch someone stream for eight hours. They could be in the fucking office and just have two or three streams set up close to people to monitor while they get on with their jobs. Yeah. And it would just add that sort of deterrent. Like, there is the possible side effect of it going to um, smaller streamers. But... I don't think they get as much of a kick out of holding a smaller streamer hostage as they do a bigger I think,
1: streamer. I think if you're partnered and you're a Dead by Daylight streamer, then you should have that available to you. But yeah, like it just brings in in terms of like they yeah. can't do all the smaller streamers.
2: Yeah. It was like the thing they
1: about like the
3: it was like the thing about the DC penalty being turned off for of Fog Whisperers and everyone was kicking it off as Favouritism. It was like, that's the whole point of being a Fog Whisperer.
1: Exactly. Like, you've I, I, worked, I, I, you've worked so many hard. People, so many people have thrown their toys out of the pram just because mm. Fog Whisperers had DC mm. penalties turned off. Good. Mm. Like, like I, I'm a DVD streamer. Like, I care for the Fog Whisperers. They deserve it. They, they you know... Like, it's not easy to be a
3: Fog Whisperer and you are held to a standard, so, like, why shouldn't they get perks and benefits of being a Fog Whisperer,
2: exactly. was
3: my argument for it.
1: Like, I get... It's the same I get, as being a Twitch partner. Twitch partners get different yeah. things.
3: But I get the whole thing of, like, yeah, but they should just fix the hacking problems. Like, yes, I agree with that, and they have said it's a work in progress. Stopping hackers isn't easy. Every game has hackers. There's only so much you can do before they find something new and they end up getting back at it.
1: Yeah. but I just don't see why least, everyone kicked off. At the, I, just, I, don't, I just don't understand why people kicked off.
0: This was because a, a that, lot of them are sheep following certain people that were pointing it out.
3: It, it mm. did really make me laugh, but the person that did point it out and made a big fuss about it being the fact that they were a former Fog Whisperer and were removed for their behaviour, like...
1: Are we talking about l- downsy or are we talking we're about... We're not drunk? gonna...
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I would just argue the fact, right, in, in the nicest way possible. Anyone that kicked off about it, if they were in the position of a Fog Whisperer, would not be saying a fucking word.
1: No. I mean, it's not like Fog Whisperers are going to abuse that power anyway. Let's be honest, Fog Whisperers are genuinely good at the game, and
3: if but they're if they being were... held
1: hostage, then they, ha- they deserve the right to leave.
3: If they were, they... To, if they were to abuse that power,
1: they'd, they'd be very it.
3: obvious to the devs. Like, the devs would be like, hold on a minute, like, nothing happened in that game, what did you DC
2: for? Like, you can't do that. We'll take the privilege away if you're just going to DC because you got turned Yeah. Or because you got fucking teabagged at the exit gate. Like, that's that's the thing. Is you can't give
3: that to everyone because you can't police whether people are abusing it or not. There are a select amount of frog whisperers who are spread out across the world, so they're not all streaming at the same time. It's not difficult to police those Fog Whisperers in terms of their use of that DC penalty. And I would imagine that the DC penalty was removed and they were probably given conditions to only use it if they were
2: recording for content or streaming. Yeah. I don't know. Just people throwing the toys out the tram. Just, yeah toddlers like the whole dbd community essentially but yeah it's... i i personally like the way the dbd is going at the
3: moment it feels a lot nicer to play it feels a lot more balanced like granted i'm a shit killer but i feel like i can go into a game and have a half decent chance of winning a game and know yeah. that I can look at that game and go, I lost because I did this wrong, I did that wrong, or that chase lasted too long, or yeah. I left my three gen that I was protecting, which just ruined my whole game plan. And I can look back and go, I know I made these mistakes because I'm shit killer.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that's kind of what I do. Like you've seen me do it in my streams yeah. and stuff. Like I'm I'm very quick to um, yeah, like blame myself because I I just know I've I've misplayed and yeah stuff like that but you know
3: that that's that's the thing about like the last couple of updates it's i it's put killer in a place where it feels like you can't look at a game at the end and go i had no chance to win that playing well there's usually parts of that game where you can go i made a mistake here i made a mistake there this chase lasted too long this survivor outplayed me, so the chase lasted longer than it I should it should have. So I probably should have left and gone after such and such and so on and so on. Like you can sort of feel like you did have a
2: chance and mistakes were made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. so uh we're about two hours now,
3: two and a half hours, give or take. So Not- I think that's just about all we got time for, since um, Ash is usually tucked up in bed by this time. But he has issues to sort out anyway.
2: No,
0: I've I've not even got words for I'm fine.
3: Oh, a party all night, is it?
0: Uh, no, I have not got enough alcohol for that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I definitely have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ash, so... caveman, club, no big electric. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you like that one?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> it didn't tickle me. <laughs>
0: I I was really hoping it would make you laugh out
2: loud, but you didn't. Disappointing.
1: I was trying to be, you know...
2: I didn't want to derail it. I'm no I fine didn't to derail laughing.
1: it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't derail
3: something that's never on the rails. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. But once again, thank you all for listening, gamers. Um, we well, have cool. got
0: a streamer for the week.
2: Before we you forget. We do
3: that still? Yeah. I, I yeah last
2: one. time. I don't anyway. know. I was just asking. I can look.
3: Yeah, sure, go for it. Why not? We've done the clip that's of the Aram, week last time Aram's just because um, we wanted to listen to you harassing
2: uh... Wraith spell. I we could do a clip of the week if you wanted to.
3: I mean, yeah, I have could just, be... I have just made a TikTok for Link, so we could just use that. So go and watch, go, go and watch Apocalypse everyone. <laughs> He's cool <laughs> and has a
1: nice trim. Oh, apparently I needed a better trim. Fuck you, Ryan. Hey, that, I said you <laughs>
3: needed a better trim. You may have the best trim on Twitch, but it's not enough to take over the world.
1: Whatever. <laughs> uh
3: yeah. So well, well well I'll I'll send the uh the clip to Kev to include in the video and yeah. If you wanna watch it, feel free to check out. We're
0: watching it live right now. I'm sure you'll en- <laughs> you'll enjoy it. Look how good that play is.
3: <laughs> Uh check out Apocalypse. Uh Harrow. Oh, obviously Indominus Ash, the two newest members of the Listen Gamer podcast. Um don't check out King Crazy because he couldn't be bothered to show up tonight. He was too busy touching grass. And then Yeah, you're stuck the... with
0: us now, so good luck with the rest <laughs> of your streams. Pretty much. Or your podcasts, rather.
3: Pretty much. So um yeah. Leave all the good stuff, the likes, the comments, the rate, the five stars. If it doesn't include five stars, then please don't leave it. Um, And we'll see you guys next time. Minus
2: rep tunneled me out. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.